We see you, Eagles. Hi there, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Guys, some good Ooh. Monday Night Football action last night. Oh, oh you thought that was good last night, Jen? Oh. I mean, it was too blowout. You know, I, I'm starting to wonder about your prediction that the Vikings and Kirk Cousins are going to make it all the way to the NFC Championship You game? better worry about your prediction about the Cowboys winning uh, the NFC East. Really? Worry about that prediction. Well, that's your prediction, yeah, too. No, 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 so no. I'm worried because you predicted no, no. it, too, and I'm jinxed and it, doomed. No, no, it won't hurt yeah. me as much. If y'all don't win, I, I will give you a chance right here, right nope, now, to nope, rescind no. your Vikings pick no. with no penalty. No, no, no penalty. You can no, just say, I no, give up. No, I lost. No. No? No. Nope. Okay, nope. Good luck. I just I'm make sure I get my Eagles helmet for when yeah. they beat the bricks off you guys in a couple oh, now weeks. Now you're an Eagles fan. I've been warning you. <laughs> just, for, just for like a couple of games. Okay, great. <laughs> Skip, I thought you might be reverse jinxing with the Eagles, but man, they looked good last night. Jalen Hurts threw for 333 yards and a touchdown. Eagles win 24 to 7 over the Vikings last night. Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins only had 221 passing yards. And one, two, three interceptions. Skip, during the game, you tweeted that you'd rather have Jalen Hurts over Kirk Cousins any day or night. Shannon, you picked the Vikings. Yep. What's your response to this tweet from Skip? No, I did not pick the Vikings. I picked the Vikings to get to the SEC Championship game. I didn't pick them last night. I picked the Eagles. Look, I, I think the thing is the way Jalen Hurts was playing last night, I think there are a lot of people that would rather have Jalen Hurts over a lot of quarterbacks, just not Kirk Cousins. I thought last night was one of the better games that he played. You look how well he threw the football, the interception carrying off Atwell's, uh, uh, Atwell's hand, and he could have really had a clean game. I think that's the first 300 passing yard game, three touchdowns with two rush touchdowns since Michael Vick did it on the Monday night against the Washington football team. I how think well that, we remember. I think that's when he did it. He launched the first play to like 70 yards to, uh, to D-Jack. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. Um, the weapons around him are spectacular. A.J. Brown has done wonders for that team. Devontae Smith is coming into his own. They still have reliable uh, Dallas Goddard. And the one thing that they can do better than most teams is they can run the football, not just with, with Sanders and uh, uh, the other guys, but Jalen Hurts. And I think the Minnesota Vikings forgot that, <laughs> that Jalen Hurts has legs. I mean, they kept letting him get outside, and he ran for those two touchdowns. I'm like, dude, how you get food on the boot? You can't get food on the boot let him get outside. He played really well. They have weapons defensively. Uh, I'm going to give credit to my homeboy. I did not know until last night that he was from Brunswick, Georgia, uh, Darius Slay. I'm going to let him use the moniker Big Play Slay. Because the way he played last night and the number that he did on Justin Jefferson. Oh, as opposed to Big Play Shay. Yeah, yeah you okay. know. You, he, yeah. Everybody know who the real Big Play okay. but you know, I, I thought it was actually one play Shay, but whatever. <laughs> big Play, one Big Play. All That's right, all right. I have. But he played exceptionally well. He did an unbelievable job last night understanding where his help was and not letting Justin Jefferson get going early. Kirk Cousins played. He didn't play well last night, Skip. And he knows when. They, and, and the thing with the Eagles and looking at them, they're a team that's not blitz heavy. But for some reason, they're like, you know what? We're going to heat up Kirk Cousins. Because he doesn't do well when, when adversity likes to strike. He likes to shrink in the moment. And he shrunk last night. Now, he had opportunity to make some plays. I thought Irv Smith Jr. dropped that long pass, Skip. He did. That could a nice got, throw. I'll give you that. And, and that could have got him back in the game. And when you're struggling on the road, Skip, you need guys to step up and make plays. But they did not step up and make plays last night. Give Jalen Hurts credit. He seems like a guy that's been in the lab, that's getting better and better each game. He's, uh, uh, he always processed the game really well. But it seemed like the game is really, really slowed down for him. Um, and what makes him so difficult to defend, Skip, is because they can run the ball so well, you don't want to zone them off. So you have to play man coverage. So he knows pretty soon, oh, this man coverage, this is where I'm going with the football. I got Devontae in this matchup on the linebacker in the slot running the uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the angle route. 
I'm going to take that. I got A.J. Brown singing up. Let me take A.J. Mm. Dallas Goddard was played, played unbelievable last night with the amount of targets that he got. So the Eagles look really, really good, Skip. If I, and we're going to talk about Buffalo a little later. The two best teams that I've seen, that I saw Buffalo up close and personal opening day against the Rams. Yep. The Bills and the Eagles are the two best teams from top to bottom that I've seen. Now, I've, I've had the luxury of seeing the Bills up close and personal take apart the Rams. And without those three turnovers, that game would, might have been 50 to 14 or something like that. But the Eagles look good. The Eagles are the best team that I've seen thus far in the NFC. And I know it's only two weeks. Mm. We got 15, game, 15 games to go. We got a long, long season to go. But right now, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, Buffalo the best team in the AFC. What did I tell you sitting over on this side of the table all offseason very long? What did I tell you again and again and again? Here come the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I also tweeted last night before I tweeted the one that we're talking about. I also tweeted the Eagles scared the bleep out of me. And that's, I, I typed bleep. I didn't use any yeah. word, but you know what I was thinking. Right. But they do. They scared the bleep mm-hmm. out of me, and they have the whole offseason because they got way better while the Cowboys seemed to just idle, just mm-hmm. sit still and do virtually nothing. And you kept telling me, well, it's all about Jalen Hurts, and you were never sold on him because you didn't think he threw the ball consistently well enough to take them places that right. they haven't already been. They, they made the playoffs last year, and they – they got basically blown out by the goat at the goat. Yes. And they use that as their rallying cry throughout mm-hmm. the offseason. So you're starting to see Jalen Hurts, just to be clear about this, you're starting to see him evolve into a big-time, top-level quarterback. I, I'm not sold yet, Skill. Only one of his 33 throws last night were in the tight windows. That's the easiest of his, of his career. So basically he was shooting fish in a barrel last night. Now, that's not his fault. Because we've seen him have wide-open receivers before and not be able to make those throws. But what I am seeing is that when the opportunity presents itself for him to make throws, he's making throws. He's reading the defense, taking what they're giving him, and when he has an opportunity to make a throw, he made it. It's two games, Skip. We're two games in. we got 15 games to go. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I've told you that from the start. But before I get to my guy, Jalen Hurts, I want to talk about your guy, Kirk Cousins, (laughs) because I've never believed in him. And by the way, I think he's a good guy off the field. I think he's really a great guy off the field. So this is nothing personal. Right. I just don't trust him. Right. When when you most believe that you can trust him, you can least trust him. Expectations. Okay. And I have them now. (laughs) He's got the haywire gene in him. Big game, big night game. Look out below. He's going to unravel right before your very eyes. And he really unraveled last night because they actually had two or three legit chances in the second half to at least make it a football game, right? Yep. And he threw two red zone picks, including one that should have been picked before the one that was picked, which was the third one. So just to, if if you happen to miss the game last night, let's just just plow (laughs) through Kirk Cousins unraveling, if we could, please. Here's the first one. That's a hop. That's like it might have been a little. It was a bad route by yeah, yeah, Jefferson. This, but and this is just a bad idea. It's just a bad idea. It's a double. This is cover. right here. You can't do it. And this is the the one that should have been picked by Slay. Now, I have no idea where he was throwing the. Well, he's trying to with Skip. He he see that coming with the blitz, then, and he's then back he tries it back again, and, and he gets that one. It's yeah. like uh, if at first you don't succeed, fail, fail again. Right. That ball, Skip. By the time when Jay, when uh, Justin Jefferson makes the nod inside to let him know that ball needs to be up in the air. And it needs to be at the back pylon. Because if it's short, you see what's going to happen. And both throws were short. He knows he's got to let that ball go a lot quicker. 
I just don't believe in him. I don't trust him at the highest level. He's got some talent. Yeah. And he's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, with over a decade, over 11, this is 11th year. Unbelievable. He is simply, period, end of story, the most overpaid quarterback in the history of professional <laughs> football because he kept playing the system for all it was yeah. worth in Washington, franchise tag, franchise like tag. And then all of a sudden, Minnesota, Minnesota jumps in desperation and says, we don't have a quarterback. We have to overpay for him. <clears throat> they gave him 84 guaranteed million. 28 million. Then, he was the first to get a fully guaranteed he contract. He got it. And then they re-upped with him. Yeah. And he's still there, still afloat, because he teases you. And you say, well, God, could we do better with him or him? Or No, we right. could. We, we got to stay with Kirk Cousins. Because it, it was Case Keenum who threw the right. Minnesota miracle. Right. So we go back to, you know, they, they've been struggling at quarterback for so long. And yet he'll take you. Only this far, and then he will blow you apart. You know what happens, Skip? He plays just well enough he does. to keep you around the 18, 19, 20th mark picking. So all the really good quarterbacks that you could potentially want in the draft, Skip, yeah. they're already gone, or it's going to cost you so much to get them. So they pick 18, 19, they're able to get Justin Jefferson and not Justin Herbert. That you, is correct. So that's what he does. He plays just well enough, Skip, to keep you out of the hand, keep your hands off a great quarterback. Even his pocket stature is so weak to me. It's like scarecrow weak where <laughs> if, if you do heat him up a little bit, he'll start to, to get happy feet and start to unravel. And he always looks to me like a little kid wearing an oversized helmet. His helmet always looks too big for him. He just looks like childlike. He looks right. frail in the pocket to me. So in the end, all I know is that where I formed my strongest opinions of Kirk Cousins is He's two and eight against my Cowboys. And I'm going to remind everybody, the last two years, back to back, my team went up to his place mm-hmm. up in Minneapolis with backup quarterbacks, Andy Dalton and Cooper Rush. We're going to talk about Cooper Rush in just a moment and beat Kirk Cousins in his building back to back with our backups. So that that's all I know. Dak owned Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And last night, that was a big stage game. They were coming off a, a huge opening day victory over the Green Bay Packers, and they look like world beaters. And you thought, here we go. And it's Kirk Cousins. I just, I'm sorry. I'm down. I'm out. I I never was in on it. But see, Skip, here's the thing. He's terrible in night primetime games. The best part about this in the playoff, there are no night primetime games. So I'm counting on Kirk. I'm counting on Kip. (laughs) You just better. All right. Now to Jalen Hurts, where we have disagreed from the start. He's not the greatest thrower of the football, mm-hmm. but he has worked so hard with my friend Tom House out here in Los Angeles. He works out of Southern Cal mm-hmm. at, at the USC. And Brady's worked with him and Breeze worked with him. And name somebody, they've worked with mm-hmm. Tom House, who used to be, I got to know him when he was the pitching coach for the Texas Rangers. Nolan Ryan was, was his almost his product oh, late because Nolan threw a no-hitter when he was 45, Brady's age. Yeah. And Tom was in the middle of that. And he revolutionized how how baseball pitchers through footballs in the outfield. So anyway, he's a mechanic, throwing mechanics guru. Jalen has worked hard. He's more upright now. He's much more over the the top top. with it. And his touch is better. His accuracy is better. His confidence is better. I think his velocity has gotten a little bit better than his days at Alabama and then Oklahoma. What I love about him is he is the unquestioned leader of that franchise. And that's what Kirk Cousins, he, Jalen is the flip side of Kirk Cousins because I don't think they follow Kirk Cousins at all. He can have a hot hand occasionally, right. and it's just good enough to keep 
Justin Jefferson barely happy and Thielen barely happy. But in the end, Jalen is the man in that locker room, in the weight room, in the huddle, on the sideline, mm-hmm. because they know when it's time to play, he's going to give them everything he has got. Right. He is as physically and mentally tough as anybody on that roster. And yeah. that is a loaded you. roster right now. I'll give you that. So we got leader, we got gamer, we got baller, we got playmaker, and the playmaking comes with arm now. It's getting right. better and better, and legs. And that run that he made, if we could see the the long touchdown run, what he did at the end of it, this is not many quarterbacks will do this down near the goal line. Oh, he lowered his shoulders. Yeah. We we got it. Skip, I think the first one was even more impressive. Yeah. When he bulled those like three guys. Well, I think that's what we're about to get. No, this this, is the second one. Okay. This is the one where he's still, still, he's just carrying. There there are four Vikings there. And he just spins through all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's sheer power because they say pound for pound. I've not seen this with my own eyes. But pound for pound, he's as strong as anybody oh, yeah, on that He probably walk. got a 550, 600-pound squat. He, he does. He does. I think he's 600 mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So all that works in his favor because he's won his teammates over. Right. And, again, is he John Elway with, his, with a cannon or Dan Marino or is he Josh Allen or my homeboy with yeah. a cannon? No. But it's pretty good, yeah. and it's getting better. He's a coach's son who, who is completely and utterly dedicated to this process of getting to be the best he can be. And I think Philly's just flat-out lucky to have him. The thing that – and, Skip, I was, I was really hesitant, and I thought they would probably go back into the draft and look for another quarterback. But I think Philly needs to get credit for taking their time and developing a young quarterback. They a do. lot of times we don't see them – They'll give time, but to young black quarterbacks, yep. they move off them relatively quick. I, and, Philly, and Philly says, you know what? No, we believe we believe if we give this guy some talent, put some talent around him, give him another year, give him two years, I think we might have something special here. I think we might have something special. We don't need to move up and mortgage our future. How about just stand pat? Maybe, hey, one of these big-time receivers are available. They may, Look, they, they know they made a mistake in selecting Jalen Rigger over Justin Jefferson. But they should say, you know what? Hey, we can go get A.J. Brown, still keep our draft picks, not have to mortgage to move up or da- uh, up to try yeah. to get a quarterback. So to, to, for, to see them do that and to see him reward them mm-hmm. for their faith in him. Yep. And that means a lot, Skip. Sometimes you just look. I, I understand. I know Jalen Reger. We hear all professional athletes say, I have the utmost confidence in me. But sometimes you need you, one other person. And Harry Roseman was that one other person because everything moves and slides up and down with the stroke of his pen. And he's like, you know what? I believe in this kid. Yep. I believe he can get it done. Yeah, and Jalen Rager. And Jalen, you know, no, I'm saying no. And oh, Jalen and Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah. he believed, they needed one guy, to, he needed one other guy to believe in okay, him. Okay, I got because it. Because he believed in himself. He believed all along that he could be a quarterback. Absolutely. Quick thought on Rager. You knew his father. I knew his father. Right I played with his dad, Monte. Okay. okay. I, I hated for him to get booed by the Philly fans, but they'll boo Santa they Claus. Blew, they okay, booed everybody. Okay, I, I got it. But they were just booing him every touch all night long. Yeah. It wasn't his fault he got drafted. Right. It, it was Howie Roseman's right. fault. Yeah. So if you want to boo somebody, boo Howie. Yeah. He, I, I fell out of my chair because it was soon after the C.D. Lamb pick. Right. And then Justin Jefferson sitting on right the board. What, what, are you, what are you doing? I was shocked. I was like, Jalen, I'm like, that name sound familiar. I wonder if that's so – Yeah. Call, call my other whole boy. Like, yeah, that's Monte's son. Yeah. The other thing that I loved about Jalen Hurts last night was first throw of the game, he stands right up and hits Devontae Smith with a pass because Devontae was the forgotten man at Detroit. When he didn't they catch won. any passes. Okay, he didn't catch a ball. 
And I'm not even sure they threw him a ball. Maybe they threw him a couple balls, right. but he didn't catch one. Right. And guess who? Jalen's just saying, okay, here we go. Right. I want you to know. I want you to be ready because right. the first one's coming to you. Yep. And he caught it. And he threw him seven balls last night, and he caught all seven caught of, all of them for 80 yards. Yep. That's leadership to me. That That's how you – you own and operate a locker room and a team. Right. That's how you do it. Right. You just say, you're my guy. I, I went because because AJ is his soulmate. You know, right. they're very close. They yeah. work out together in the offseason. But he wants Devontae to know right. he, he's just as important. And, yeah. and look at how he spread the wealth yes, last Yes, we got to keep everybody happy. Okay, everybody got happy because he got Goddard 82 yards, and then AJ got 69 yards, and, and Quez got 69 yards, including the, the 53 yards. I don't know what the hell they were thinking on that, Skip. That's quarter coverage. Let's look at it real quick. What did the safety do? Quez walked in 53 yards. Well, well, well. Since I, we I know, the, can you tell what the safety's doing? Okay, everybody's playing zone, but nobody wants it's it. I, I, I don't know why. They just let him run right through them. But but Jalen threw this on a line and hit him right in stride. And, again, at Bruh, out. You see what a safety I, I don't know what this <sighs> is. They just let him run, and then they're looking at each other like, I, I thought you had him. I, I don't know. <laughs> Jalen lost his job at Alabama to Tua. Yes. Because he wasn't making all of those, those kind throws. of throws. Yes. And last night, he made it in right. prime time, and, and he was still smart. Yeah. He talked after the game. He says, I remember what happened to us the last time on Monday Night Football. Well, they went to Dallas and got clocked by the Cowboys, mm-hmm. remember? Yes. So he, he, he takes everything to heart and is driven – by losing to the Cowboys on Monday night and losing to Brady in a playoff. Well, that, well that's, that's good, but if you can take it to heart, but what are you going to do about it? Are you going to spend time in the lab? Are you going to get better in the offseason? Yes, and sir. it seems that he's gotten better in the offseason. Yeah. Give Philly credit for, giving, for, for surrounding him with talent and making the job easy. Uh, uh, A.J. Brown is going to make his job a lot easier because they're going to have to probably double him, and that means Devontae and Goddard are getting, getting a, um, single coverage. Kez Watkins. They signed Pascal. I think Pascal came over for Indy. They have weapons, and they can run the football. Sanders is electric. Jalen Hurst, you know, with his leg, they got a, be- a very good offensive line, Skip. They did a very good job. Hurst kind of ran himself into that one sack that he got. He did. Probably should have stepped up instead of bounced it. Uh, the left tackle pushed him around, and he got, he got sacked. But they look good. Hey, they, look, they look good. Every they look time good. I watch Darius Slay play somebody yeah. where he takes somebody and says, you're mine, Justin yes. Jefferson, yes. last night, to me – He's a little better. I'm talking about just sheer cover corner. Yeah. Than Jalen Ramsey is okay. just sheer cover. Jalen just plays on sheer because he's well, bigger, I, I, stronger. Jalen clues more. Jalen will get beat more where yeah. he he just lets his mind drift a right. little bit and he yeah. lets somebody run by him. Yeah. Uh, well, it's hard for me to argue that now. Um, uh, Ram hadn't had the best, you know, starting this season and going in the last season. The way he finished last season, he hadn't had his best four or five games. Uh, Slay is is, a, is probably a more of a technician, he is. more fundamentally sound. Yep. I, I uh, think he's a hard. I think he's a film studier. I, mm-hmm. I think he knew every move Justin Jefferson makes yes. last night, and Justin didn't end cut on the throw. Well, here's the thing, though, Skip. Slay knows he had he had. I can't let him inside. Yeah, you do all you could go. Hey, go to wherever you want to go. You want to go to Geno? You want to get a Philly a Philly cheesesteak? He did. Go outside. That's what he I'm said. not moving from inside because I know if you come back in here, I'm gonna pick it. Now, if they run the back shoulder fade, you got, you got me. me. I but agree. But I am not letting you cross my face. He did not. He cut him off at the pass, and Kirk threw it to the pass. Yes. And Slay said, thank you very much. Looked like you are running a bang eight, skinny yes. post. Yep. And Slay caught it and just kept running all the way across the field, out of bounds, and handed it up to <laughs> yeah. James Harden sitting right. in the front row. It, wow. it, it, you watch him throughout the game, Skip. He knows that, okay, uh, uh, 
they ran what we call what we call in that thing in the West Coast system. They still call it this. We call it the shake route where he skimmies inside him yep. and gives you the nod to the post and he run, and runs to the corner. Slay said, I'm not worried about that. I'm vulnerable to the seven route. He gives him that move. Slay jumps in his hip pocket and races him to the seven. Curry's like, nah, I ain't got it. If you understand, Skip, know where I'm vulnerable. I don't care you do all that other stuff. I'm vulnerable to the seven. I'm going to get you hip and I'm going to beat you to the seven. Yep. If I'm vulnerable to the seven, I'm not going to let you catch the seven. If I'm vulnerable inside, I'm not going to let you inside. I see a week after week, and I'm telling defensive guys, do not let an opposing, do not let an offensive player cross your face. How many times we see him let him cross his face, Skip? That's an easy throw. He's right. The quarterback, see him right there. Don't let him cross your face. Slate understood where he was vulnerable, wouldn't get beat in his vulnerable spot, and that's why he got two picks. I got it. Bottom line for me, lifelong diehard Cowboy fan. Y'all in trouble. We're in some trouble because they have a little easier schedule, uh, no, no, especially no, 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 early, no, no, no. than we no, have. No, 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 they, no. they could just roll for a I while. I wouldn't hear nobody no easy schedule. No, well, y'all got, got one. Because you, you just harvard early. We got it. Once we get past, once we get past uh, the first two games, yeah. Tampa and, 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 and uh, Cincinnati. I just like our closing schedule. I like our last seven. We they, could go 7-0 and oh down the street. Y'all going to be so far behind, they ain't going to matter. Okay, well, we, you could be right about this, but <laughs> – the one thing that gives me heart here is I'm not sure the Eagles' defense is the highest quality. No, 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 no. Okay? I, I think it's top 10-ish, but not top 5-ish. All I know, bottom line is, I got Micah and they don't. The question, it's as simple as that. The question is, do you trust your defense more against their offense or do you trust your offense more against their defense? Because that's what it's going to come down to. Because strength on strength, I, I agree with you. I believe Philly's offense is the strength of their team. Yep. I believe the Cowboys' defense is the strength of their it team. Is. Who takes care of the football and not put their offense, put their team in harm's way? I got 11 from heaven. Okay. And, and he's just he's a flat-out difference maker, and they don't have that. Well, they got Jalen. They say, we yeah. got Jalen Hurts, and y'all all got him. Well, See, now, our quarterback. Now, you, now you're driving I mean, this I'm, just saying, I'm just saying what the Eagle fans are saying. I tried to tell you. We got Hurts. tried to warn you. It is going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to hurt. Yeah. Jalen's going to hurt. He, he's Shit. almost making me liking the to Eagles. To your point. <laughs> what we got, Diddy? It was yeah. a historic performance for Hurts last night, an 80-plus completion percentage 300-plus passing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. He's the first player in NFL history to combine all those in wow. the same game. See? Now put that on Cowboys. That, young man. <laughs> all right, coming up next, gentlemen, we have some breaking news involving Tom Brady and the Buccaneers you no. do not want to miss. Plus, we're going to discuss an alleged incident involving a fan and Kyler Murray following oh. the Cardinals' huge comeback. This is a crazy situation in that game versus the Raiders. We'll tell you all about it on the other side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. 
BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. The NFL suspended Mike Evans for a game for his role in Sunday's altercation with Saints cornerback Marshawn Lattimore. Now, yes, Evans does reportedly plan to appeal the suspension, but the Buccaneers are, in the meantime, reportedly signing Cole Beasley. Shannon, scale of 1 to 10, how much trouble is Tom Brady in when it comes to depth of that receiving position? Before I answer that question, can I get my two cases? Didn't I tell you Mike Evans was going to get suspended? Well, you didn't bet two cases. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't going to accept that. <laughs> we're talking about two cases. Okay. I told you go get suspended. Well, uh, you, you were really going out on limb on that because everybody thought he, you didn't he think should you, not have. Yeah, he I just have. said he shouldn't he have. He should have. Tom Brady called it ridiculous yeah. that he got suspended. The man came ridiculous. To Tom, Tom Brady came to his. Def- he came to Tom Brady's defense. Of course, he Tom did. Brady. So why would you suspend him for coming to a, the goat's defense? I, but I, but I, and, and Mike Evans and, and uh, Leonard Fournette. Next time. I hope Tom Brady comes to, you know, young black men defense like y'all ran to his defense. But we'll talk about that at a later uh, date time. I would also like to call out to my friend Derek Brooks. We need some help here because nah. this is on appeal now. I, I think Derek Brooks might see clearly as I opposed think, to Shannon Sharp, the Brady hater. No, I think I think this was going to go to James uh, 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 Thrash. Maybe. I, I, they're, they're cold. They, they're cold. Yeah. But I don't think Brooks is going to handle this. <laughs> I don't think Brooks can get oh, this, this appeal. Camp Camp up, Bay. Yeah, okay. yeah, I don't think he, right. I don't think he can get this appeal skill. All right. Uh, Skip, look, if this was the Cole Beasley from a couple of years ago, I would say it would probably have a big impact. But I think the thing, is, Skip, is, is that they need bodies. Okay, Mike Evans potentially could be suspended a game. They're not going to have Godwin. They do believe they're going to get Godwin sometime in the near future. They just don't know when. Julio, we don't know the extent of that injury, so we don't know how long. He might be back this week. It might be three or four weeks. And so you're kind of running out of receiver bodies, Skip. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got uh, uh, Justin Gage. You got uh, Perriman. Uh, you got Scotty Miller. Hell, I think you probably got one other receiver. You probably only dressed like six, seven receivers. Jalen Darden? Yeah. Jar- the kick return? Right. So you probably only dressed a handful. So now if- – and, and I still don't know why they gave up on Tyler Johnson, but I, they did. They did. They, they gave up and Houston jumped right on jumped him. Jumped right on him. And so with that being said, but I'm trying to figure out time to grow. Go. Mm. Skip Bennett has told me he used to go to the – he come out there I don't tell England. you. Everybody that, tells no, I'm not the man, I mean, but I'm talking about Skip. Does I don't anybody listen. not think he's the GOAT no, except no, no, you? No, no, no. I'm not talking about GOAT. Mm. I'm not talking about that. We're not debating that. Yeah. Not, not at this moment. What we're talking about is what you used to tell mm-hmm. me. He would go out there and look around and say, hey, you three guys from Dorchester, mm-hmm. and I need a fourth guy from South. And, and so I want you to come down here and play receiver for yeah, me today. And they did for, for that game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they went 45 to 14. And you told me he went down there. You say this was the Suckaneers. They didn't have nothing. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem? Well, Shannon's telling me he's in decline. You told me off Sunday. You saw it again. Arm declining. What did what? Let me ask you a question. Through two games, what do the numbers say? He's completing under 60%. He's about 200 yards passes a game, uh, passing a game, and he has two touchdowns. You tell me. Against two top five defenses. Are you the, the GOAT? second one are being the, his are, all-time are, nemesis. Are you the GOAT? 
Are you the GOAT? He so, had lost to that team all four times in the regular so, season. They have his question? number. So Dennis me, Allen has his so number, unlike any team in his can career. You, you told me that Michael Jordan never said, well, that's Detroit. Mm. The reason why, that's that's Detroit. They got my number. Mm. He's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Mm. If he can make every, elevate everybody, elevate everybody. Yep. Unless, unless... You're telling me there's some slippage and he needs a Mike Evans. No, or he needs- no, no slippage because okay. the last two times that he played New Orleans in his house, in his building in 2020 and then 2021, his QBRs were four and 24 mm-hmm. at scale zero to 100. Yeah. So he was pathetic against them. He was even worse in the 38 to three blowout, which was on a Sunday night in his first year as a Buccaneer than he was. In, in this game when he had, what was it, a 16? But here's my thing, Skip. The only thing that I've said is that Tom, as Tom has gotten older, he needs help around him. He needs better players around him. And you, everybody's tried to push back. It's not a knock. Everybody. You have to get better players around him. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were better players than what he had in New England. He got Gronk back, and the offensive line was better than what he had in New England. And the defense was better than what he had in New England. I told you when they were, when they started out, they were shutting all these. I said, Skip, that defense isn't that good. Mm. They're playing some bad teams. No, you didn't want to listen to me. Mm. But eventually you came around and you started listening to me like, well, Shannon, they don't know love somebody mm. we're talking about. Mm. But I, I, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> Go ahead. So my thing is, look, I, I – I, I, Last year's Cole Beasley did not play particularly well. There was a lot of other things going on, tolerance and production, and I don't think the production that he gave them for what they what he, he was asking the bill well, to tolerate. He refused to get vaccinated, and he made a public stink about it. Right. And I'm pretty sure that hastened his demise in Buffalo because they flat out cut him in March. If he'd have gave them great production, he could have he could have had a, caused all the stinks he want. If he'd have gave them Devontae or Cooper Cup from that slot position. Cole Beasley would still be on okay, Buffalo. Although uh, he had the second most targets on the Buffalo yes. squad last this last year, 112 mm-hmm. targets, and his 82 catches tied a career high. So by his standards, he had a pretty good year. But he caught 82 the year before, and he had 53 first downs okay. as opposed to 34. So we're seeing he wasn't moving the chains nearly as much, and that's what he is, Skip. He's not a guy to, that from the slot, like Cooper Cup can break the game wide open. Oh, Devontae from the slot can be, Justin Jefferson, those guys can break the game wide open. He's a chain mover. Well, if you're not moving the chains from that position and you're causing a stink about the, you know, the COVID situation, yeah, it makes, them easy, it makes it easier for a team to move on without you. I don't think it's going to cause the ripple effect that you think it is. I just think they need bodies because they don't know Chris Godwin, maybe in what, another three weeks? They don't know the, the Julio situation. Mike Evans is going to be back in a week if he loses the appeal. Okay, so, but we're talking about right here, right now, against Aaron Rodgers and that Green Bay defense. They're in they, trouble. They signed him to the practice squad. Do you? No, 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 Skip. I can see if, if Devin White, Levante David, Carlton Davis, Jamel Dean, some of those guys were out. This is on the offensive side. That defense is just in fine. I don't think anybody's out on the defensive side of football. Is there somebody out that we don't know about? Not to my knowledge. Okay, so they're fine. That's what's carrying the team right now. You know that. Let's not. They got 10 sacks. Who made the throw of the day at New Orleans when it was 3-all with 7.41 left in the game? 7.41 left, and Tom Brady finally made a throw against his arch-nemesis defense. Without... Even without that throw, if that defense wasn't doing what they were doing, look at what that defense is doing. Look at what New Orleans defense always does to Tom. It's been doing it game after game. How they do that to go? How they do that to the goal? Well, I don't know. I told you they've had his number. I told you that all last week. 
So he throws a touchdown pass that breaks the game open to Brashad Perriman? Are you kidding oh, well, Hold on. Me? It's Can like you, the third string I, receiver. No, I want you to tell people what, what round Brashad Perriman was drafted in. He was in. the first-round pick, and then he failed. He was almost like a bust, and he was a street guy. You know, he's just like out on the street. You can have him for nothing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, so as I look at the targets on Sunday, Tom Brady beat his arch nemesis at New Orleans for the first time in five tries as a Buccaneer throwing little Scotty Miller the most targets in the game with eight. And then Russell Gage, newly added from Atlanta as a slot receiver, had the next most targets with six. And then Perriman had the next most targets with five. Mm -hmm. That's who he's throwing to, and he managed to win the game at New Orleans. I told you, I thought it was his greatest regular season achievement given the degree of difficulty because – when you look at the glory days back in 2020 when they beat Kansas City in the Super Bowl, look at the targets in that game. Gronk had seven. Antonio Brown had six. Then Fournette obviously had four. But, but you got Bray, you got uh, Mike Evans. It, it's it's just different. I even look back at the, the week six game when they just trounced Aaron Rodgers and company. Remember, yeah. it was 38 to 10 at Tampa. And I'm looking at the targets. Gronk had eight targets. Godwin had seven. Mike Evans just had two, but he usually catches two for, for like 70 yards. Yeah, big yards. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I look at the targets even last season. Godwin had 127 for the year. Mike Evans had 114 for the year. In the playoffs, Mike Evans had 26 targets and Gronk had 17. They were one, two. Right. My point to you is uh, none of those guys are there anymore. So you got to start over, and you had to reach fairly desperately for Cole Beasley, right. who is 33 years of age, after 10 years in the league. I remember when we first started this show, 2016. Remember it like it was yesterday. I'm watching a Cowboy game, and my man Troy Aikman is talking about Cole Beasley, and he said he's just about uncoverable in the slot right, right. now because there's nobody quicker in this league. Well, that was uh, six years yeah, ago, Yeah, that was right? then. This okay. is now. I, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I don't see quite the burst. Right. But what has Tom always had success with? A little white guy in the slot who right. couldn't run past anybody, but they're smart little guys who can just sort of right. run the option routes, but right? But, Skip, if you think about it, if you look at Tom, Tom has always really spread the ball around. And so you look at those numbers, you say, okay, this guy got eight targets, this guy got seven, next guy got six. That's what Tom normally does. He doesn't really force feed. No. First guy that comes open, that's the guy that's going to get the ball because he's getting the ball out of his hand quick. So each route is designed to get somebody else – the ball, but it's get it to them just as quick as the time before to someone else. Okay. And so that's, that's what he's doing. But you know, and I know, we can talk about Tom Brady all we want to, and he has things going on. But that defense is what's carrying this team okay. right now. Okay, I got it. But I've told you that from the start. I love this defense. No, 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 no. So, so in other words, if anybody else get carried by defense, that's a knock on them. Why is it a knock on Tom Brady? What do you mean is it not? It's a knock. Well, who, who made the throw to win the game the other day? I think it was the GOAT. So so, so let me ask you a question. So that one throw. So what happens to the defense if Jamel Dean doesn't make those interceptions? Mm-hmm. If that guy doesn't get that pick six? You talk about one throw. I'm talking about a Tampa defense that dominated okay. the entire game. Okay, but you told me yesterday that – Jameis Winston is a is is a problem. You yes. just know he's going to throw yes. it to you. What did Devin White say after the yes. game? He's just going to throw it to us. It's okay, let me ask you a okay, question. Okay, so yeah. how how high is the degree of difficulty against Jameis Winston? But, it's not very high. But my thing was, why? What what was the reason that I told you? I said Jameis. I said Tampa's defense is legit, and the one thing Jameis is going to turn it over. That's what he said. We had a bit. Win had a good defense. If you look at him, Skip, for the most part. Those guys from the front set, from the uh, uh, from the middle linebackers back, those guys with the exception of uh, uh, Junior, 
uh, uh, White, uh, what's it, uh, Winfield Jr. Mm -hmm. were there. He said, "We, but no, no defense can overcome 30 picks. Mm. No defense can overcome 35 turnovers. Skip. I don't care. The 85 Bears couldn't. The 2000 Ravens. The 02 Bucks. The 14 uh, 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 Seahawks. Whoever, whatever you want. Even the Steel Curtain. Skip. You're not overcoming 35 turnovers from the quarterback. No." By the way, I think Akeem Hicks is hurt. I, I don't know the status of it, but okay. he went out of the game the other day. So that's one piece to the defense that was a new piece that it was an important right. piece in place of Sue that could be a problem. Yeah, well, he's been he's been getting nicked the last couple of years. That's kind of one okay. of the reasons why right. we moved on that, to Chicago. That is correct. Okay, so now back to Brady. He tried to feature little Scotty Miller the other day. And little Scotty Miller, of all the little white guys that Brady has had, He's the fastest. Oh, yeah, yeah, no question. He's yeah. a 4 3 guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It's straight line 4 3. Right. He's not a route runner at all. Right. And I don't think he has high football <laughs> IQ, so Brady can't trust the route that he's going to run, and he doesn't have the greatest of hands. No. But he will, if you're not watching at the end of a half, look out below. If he's that's, just going to run a go route, that's he why will you, go right by you. That's why Brady put him outside the numbers. That, 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 is, <laughs> that is correct. So they realized we can't trust him. He can't be Edelman, Amendola, Wes Welker. No. He's not built like that. He doesn't have the, the brains for I'm right. not Not that he's an idiot, but, but he doesn't have high football. But you, gotta football. Quick. you hey. got to You definitely got to see the same thing the quarterback see because if you don't, it's a pick six going another okay. way. He I, think you break it in and you break out, yeah. you hit the DB right in the chest. Okay, so Scotty Miller was a sixth-round pick out of Bowling Green. And then you look at what he did damage with in New England – it was Edelman, who was a seventh-round quarterback out mm -hmm. of Kent, right, Kent yep. State. And he was 5'10", 198. So he was, he's had a little more stature yeah, he's a little sturdy. Like, like he was a 200-pound guy. Yes. Amendola was undrafted out of Texas Tech at 5'11", No, that's Wes Welker with uh, uh, I mean, Tech. I'm sorry, but, but Amendola was also out of Texas Tech. Was right? it? I believe he was. Okay, he might I think have been. he was. Yeah, okay. Okay, but so was Wes. Yeah. Okay, so they're all, like Amendola's 5'11", 185. Wes was 5'9", 185. Cole Beasley is miniature. Yes. He's 5'9", 175. So all, of all these little white guys, he's the littlest one. Yes. He can be like lightning quick, but I don't think he is at this stage and this age. Right. But at least he knows option routes because once upon a time for Dak in 2016, mm -hmm. that was his best year right. was with Dak. And mm -hmm. Dak really trusted him and right. went security blanket yeah. to little Cole Beasley. Look for Cole. Look for Cole. So Brady's hoping he can he can just get him through the night until the big guns start coming back right. with with some sort of option routes out of the slot where you have to anticipate each other because obviously if if if, if you go and Brady can anticipate you it's hard to cover that yeah of course yeah. but let me ask you a question do you believe he plays Sunday Cole Beasley yeah because they put him on they, they put put him to the practice squad no, I just think well they got the rules I, I at first it was like you could uh. uh First two years, got to be two years. You couldn't play a certain amount of games. Now they got guys 10, 11 years coming back on the practice squad. Hey, Green Bay is really good on defense. They're at least a top 10 defense. Yeah. At least. I mean, Jair Alexander is oh, he's, serious. He's, he's top. But I, the thing, Skip, the coverage is not the issue. You got to pressure Brady. And you see what happened on the touchdown throw what? How much time do you think you got? You will let Brady sit back there? He was able to pat and pat <laughs> yeah. and pat and, yes. and sort of. Slide left, slide left, slide left. I yep. think they might be considering that, let's just say for the sake of argument for this discussion, that Mike Evans is suspended and they're without Chris Godwin and they're without uh, uh, Julio. I would be surprised if they don't heat him up. Because we'll take whoever your best, your best uh, wide receiver is, I'm going to say Jair, you got him. Okay. 
and now we're going to play well, football. who's the bad? I don't see I, that, like I, said, I don't, I don't know. know. You I don't, don't know. Who, well, you I don't know. Scotty <laughs> Remember, the, the, the play in question. The, 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 they got everything jumped off. But, yeah. but, but it was Marshawn Lattimore against little Scotty Miller. Right. That's what set off Brady because right. he thought he just rode him right out of bounds yeah. and got away with it. He did. And Brady went running down screaming bloody murder. Right. Okay? Right. So that set off the fracas, right? <laughs> yeah, it did. Okay? So so remember, one of the best quarters in football winds up covering little Scotty Miller because that's all they had at Because that at that point in time, it seemed like that's who Brady was looking for. Yeah. Because he threw him an out route. He, uh, he slipped down on, one of, on, on another play. So it seemed, and, and they probably were thinking, like, Brady's only looking for him. Now, we can roll coverage to uh, Mike Evans and take him away. Let's put Jahir, I mean, yeah, no, let's put Marshawn on Scotty Miller mm-hmm. because that seemed to be where Brady's looking. And lo and behold, that was where Brady was looking. <laughs> well, to me, on, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much trouble is he in this coming Sunday? Well, well, he's at a 9 on receivers unless they can just get Cole Beasley up to speed and, and have him catch yeah. five balls for 55 yards. Yeah, that's what Brady said, hey. Break out, no matter what, break out. <laughs> you, you, you can't try to read. You can't anticipate because you that's the thing with the slot, Skip. You can anticipate on the wide receiver and you can be out late with the – I mean, you can't be late throwing the out route because it's going to be picked going the other way. But you can miss outside. You missing the slot, you're going to hit somebody in the chest. Ooh. And they're going the other way because, trust me, a guy picks it in the slot, he going home. I hear you. So you agree with me, high degree of difficulty no, against that's the Green Bay. The GOAT. The GOAT was the goat. Four, 45 in decline, says the Hall of Famer. Feed 5,000 with two fish and a loaf of bread. Really? That's what they said he is. Huh. Nobody said he that was That's what you That was that wow. No, that was Skip Bellatel. Skip Bellatel me all the time. Uh-uh. Yeah, so feed 5,000 uh-uh. with two fish and a loaf of bread. Really? And they just keep multiplying. Yeah, that yeah. would have. That, that's kind of how Brady does it. Pretty soon, yeah. pretty soon they're going to be. <laughs> The whole what was that? Uh, 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 the Gulf of Mexico gonna be wide. Yeah. Tom Brady stuck his finger in it. Wide. Yeah. Huh? Well, he's gonna have to do it this time with three guys from Sarasota. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, now he get guy from Sarasota. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be a great game, regardless, gentlemen. It highlights the NFL on Fox's list of matchups this Sunday. All right. A situation involving Kyler Murray getting slapped by a fan following Arizona's win over the Raiders on Sunday, is now under investigation in Las Vegas. A spokesman for the Las Vegas Police Department says Monday a battery complaint was made following the Cardinals' victory. According to that spokesman, the complaint was made because, quote, a spectator at the stadium struck a football player. Look closely at this video. Shannon, what is your reaction to this? What I would tell Kyler is that I understand. Being on the skip, there's nothing like being on the road in a hostile environment and winning a game, and then you see a spattering of your fans, you want to go celebrate with them. Now, although the Raiders, it's not like it was in Oakland. I know you've spent time in Oakland. It is not like it was when they used to play in the Coliseum because I'd advise anybody. I don't care if you won 50 to nothing or 100 to nothing. Do not take your butt close to those stands because those Raider fans, they're rowdy. They don't play. Mm-mm. I would let my fa- I would let my family and friends come to the game. Nah, y'all y'all sit this one out. Watch this one on TV. Yeah, because they get they start to lose. They're gonna it's gonna be some kind of way. Yeah. So, Kyler, this is what I would advise you. Please, I understand your the, the emotion is very very high. You just come back, had a twenty point come from behind victory, and you won the game in overtime. And you see a small collection of your fans, and you want to go celebrate with them. But that's not always the wisest option. Two fans, I get it. You, you, you pay a lot of money for these tickets, and, you know, you, you, you're excited about your ball club, even though you lost. But that was unnecessary. 
Because my thing was, if you look, it's like, well, he was trying to touch him on the pad. He didn't move. He was sitting. He was sitting. He never moved over. He just reached and slapped the man. Mm. That's what he did. He didn't try to hit the man on the shoulder pad. He hit the man in the face. And Kyler was right to be upset. And probably, they probably end up banning him. Um, Rest of the season, I don't know, maybe. If, in um, fact, they can identify they which hand, the hand belonged to which fan that yeah. did the slapping. I'm still having a little bit of a hard time with it. Because it seems like the guy, because the guy, did, he didn't stand up to try to slap. If that guy right there. That's the guy. That's the guy. Kyler knew who it was, because guess what? Kyler goes back and looks right at him. Kyler's trying to get, yeah, Kyler, that's him right there. That's, that's uh, uh, pulling his head back. That's who hit him. They should let Kyler beat the brakes off it. Yeah, yeah, Skip, that wasn't trying to hit no shoulder pads. You hit that man in the face. And so, you know what? Got to get up out of here. Um, unfortunately, if you got lifetime tickets, uh, season tickets, you no longer have those. I just hope they tickets belong to him. I hope someone then give him those tickets, and then they're responsible for the person that's sitting in that seat. Yep. Now, I lost some tickets because of some jack leg stuff you did. Mm. Now I'm going to be mad at you. Now I'm going to have to put my hands on you because you cost me my season tickets. Mm. So that's, that's where I feel about it. That's where I, feel, that's where I am on that, Skip. I get it. Kyler is very excited. That was an exciting game. He played unbelievable the last, you know, several minutes of the third. I mean, from the, the eight-minute mark of the third quarter, fourth quarter, and overtime, yep. Kyler was sensational. Because, Skip, they got the ball. Remember, on fourth down, they went for it, and Hollywood dropped it. He did. Kyler threw the ball perfect. I, I got it. And he dropped it. So they might have could have won the game earlier. But, nah, I, I can't get down with fans doing stuff like this, man. Come on, fans. Damn. Why y'all got to act like this? But, but, Skip, that's probably about what? About five or six beers in? A couple of shots? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, how about the parking lot before, the pre? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, that, so we talk, We didn't talk about the tailgate, Skip. We just yeah. talk about what's inside the stadium. Yeah. When I read the headline to this, it just turned my stomach. It outraged me. It, it deeply offended me. And I'm with you. You, you got to find him. You got to make sure you identify the right guy. Mm-hmm. And you got to, at the very minimum, ban him. But but they fired a, a filed a battery complaint, so right. you could prosecute him. Yes. I guess it would be simple assault. Yeah. I guess simple so. battery. Okay. Then I'm watching this, and and. I agree with you. The moral to the story in the end is, Kyler, you just can't even <laughs> subject yourself to it because I get what you were doing because you went to the red. Right, it, yes. It's silver and black, but you went to the red, right. the, the little pocket of uh-huh. red. But apparently in the second row behind the red is, is somebody, I, it didn't look like he had Raiders colors right. on, but I, I can't tell. No. First, I, I thought it was the guy in the white T-shirt who, who inadvertently slapped him because he's banging him on the shoulder right. pads, just going crazy. And I thought, well, maybe he missed and no. just accidentally slapped him. No, it was the guy behind him that did. Yeah. He didn't even skip it. I can see if he was trying to, oh, I want to touch him. That's an NFL player. Let me touch him. He was just sitting right there like, pow. You got him. And it took a second as Kyler turned away. And then he was like, hey, wait a second. Me. He just slapped me right in the face, mm-hmm. which is the ultimate degradation. Yeah. You know, it's like slap a man in the yeah. face. You know, we've been through this. Yes. Okay. So the, the, the point is that that Kyler can't even engage in, in, in the end because, and, and by the way, he, he showed the correct restraint because the, I know a lot of people, maybe including the one across <laughs> me, who might want to be going, they, they might be going yeah. up in the stands yeah, at that you, point, yeah, you right? Don't, you don't want to punch him. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you can't do that right. either because you can't win that one. Right. Even, even if you just beat the snot out of him, now the, the charges are going to come against you. you. Correct. And, and you're not going to win it. Right. And, and there, there's no measure of satisfaction that would be enough 
to offset what, what could come if, if you actually struck the man in the face with your fist right. multiple times. Yes. Okay. Not that you don't deserve to, because I'm with you. That My heart says, just just go right up over Yeah, you're enraged. You that's your first response. Right. But I mean, go get him. Okay. I, I got it. But you can't do that. No. So, again, moral to story is you might as well not even go engage because yeah. it's just too yeah. dangerous. Any interaction yeah. is just too dangerous. Mm-hmm. But I loved what Kyler did because he showed restraint in that he thought about it for a second, and then his teammates, came, a couple of teammates came up. But then he's just saying, wait, the, the, get, get him. Right. Instead of him trying to go over the rail, right. not that Kyler's, you know, cold-blooded going to go after somebody right. at his size, but he did the right thing. But, but he has to realize that within that smattering of red is somebody sitting there, you just snatched his heart away. Yes. You you, you mm-hmm. tore it right yes. out of his body because yes. this was the ultimate, as we talked about yesterday, the Raiders are so in charge of this game that it felt yeah. like they could have won it 40 to nothing. Right. They were ahead 20 to nothing. Right. And they were on the way to just walking over a team that looked dead in the water because it was dead in the water against Kansas City at home in the open. Yes. And so I was expecting more of the same. I'm actually watching the Cowboy game opposite this, and then the Cowboy game ends, and all of a sudden he begins. Yes. Because it was pretty late, but when he took <laughs> off, I've never seen anything like it and, before. And, and, and Skip, like I said, I get it. You're on the <clears throat> you're on the road, and you see like a pocket of your guys, and you just want and you just want a game in the fashion that we won it. Skip, it wasn't like they dominated the game from start to finish. They won the game in dramatic fashion. So the the emotion, although you're excited about a win. The emotion is different when you have a come-from-behind victory yeah. and you come from behind like that. You're like, man, let me go. Hey, you guys stuck it out. You guys were cheering the whole while. Let me come show y'all some love. Yeah. And then there's one jackass in the bunch mm-hmm. that belongs to the that belongs sure. to the home crowd. Family. I got it. That, look at me. Look at me. Man, I slapped Kyler Murray in the face. Yep. Told him to break it. Because it was kind of like, you know, you remember when um, – Guy used to try to score touchdowns once the Lambeau leap, so everybody could go to an opposing yep. stadium. Man, they shove your butt right up out the stand. Why don't you get down? No, no, no. That's for us to come up and okay. leap into the stands, not you. Yeah, I don't even know if this guy, and I'm looking into the mind of a nut probably, but but I don't know if this was premeditated. I think it was just emotional. No, 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 no. He didn't like go to the game, so I'm going to slap. No, he just, the guy came over there and was like, and, and like I said, who knows? Maybe he was drinking and had too much to drink before and during, and it was unnecessary. It felt like Kyler's just rubbing his nose in it, right? Right, right yeah. literally in his face, yes. right? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to reach out and slap you. Yep. And Kyler obviously didn't have his helmet on anymore. Right. So you you just, it's open season, yeah. I'm going to slap yeah, see, you. That's why you probably should have your helmet on when you go to the... You should have your helmet <laughs> on. But, but just, be, just be, Kyler, I'm just going to say, just be careful when you go to an opposing stadium yep. and you win and you want to go engage with your fans. Yep. Just, just hey, be careful. L- l- let me tell you, back in the days, I covered the Oakland Raiders at the uh, old Coliseum, which I called the Mausoleum in Oakland. Yes. That black hole, it, they, was, they different. it was vicious, man. They different. It, it was crazy. Yeah, they different so out there. So if, if any opposing player, having just beaten the Oakland Raiders, would have dared to run nah. to the black hole and taunt without his helmet on, he, yeah. people would be swinging on him. Yeah. Yeah, it, right? it, 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 was, it was different. Um, even when we – I think we played, we played in Oakland – uh, the year we beat them in the AFC Championship game, it wasn't as it, it kind of calmed down just a little. But in the '90s, because at first they played in they played in the Coliseum. When I first played, started playing the Raiders in the early '90s, they were in the Coliseum, and then they moved to Oakland. I think '94, maybe '94, '95. 
if I'm not mistaken. But they different. They different out there. Right. I, you know, I made a joke said what they did was let San Quentin out for a day and saying, okay, <laughs> you said yeah, that? yeah, I did say that. Oh, I said that to the paper. I said they let San Quentin out for a day and said, look, you can go watch the Raiders game. So that's what the fans. But and then uh, I think ESPN did a story like these guys are like dentists and doctors and look, they be painting the face in the women. I, I, that is a they're fact. Not, they're like, I'm like, whoa. No, it's like really every Sunday was Halloween. Yes, so they're, they're just all going to Halloween. So I'm like. They take it serious. They get they got some the Raiders got some diehard fans, man. Yeah, I'm that, telling you. And yet, didn't you have your maybe the greatest play of your career yeah. was on and, and that, that crowd that yeah. day, that was that it was, was a hush. It, but but I mean it, even getting to the stadium, you couldn't even get it. It it just gets snarled with traffic for miles around that yeah, stadium. You don't realize how many batteries they just beat your the buses with batteries, they're throwing beer yeah. on your bus, they're throwing eggs. Penny, they do it all kind of. I mean, it was it was ridiculous going in there. Uh, like I said, it started out in the Coliseum. It was the same way, and then Oakland. I'm like, damn, it's gonna be like this. How but, far was your your catch and run? Like 96, 96 yes. yards, and it was the play of it the day. The play, right? That was it. Because I think it. they scored they scored three points. But I knew once we got that play, they wouldn't they wouldn't unless we got a scoop and score pick six. They weren't moving the ball against that defense. And those were your Ravens. Ravens, 2000 yeah. Ravens. Okay, the 2000 Ravens. And I believe <laughs> you victimized Tony Dorsett's son. Is that well, the, actually, it was uh, uh, Marquez Pope. Okay. Tony Dorsett's son, he took a, he took the uh, Anthony, took a wrong took a wrong angle. He wasn't going to catch me anyway because I'd have stiff on him all the way to the end zone. You would have? Yeah, I would have really? yeah. I don't think he could have outrun him. No, 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 no. He could fly. Yeah, He's like his dad. His dad, his dad you know, right. you know, his dad hey, could fly. I know his dad. His dad could fly. His dad could fly. Yeah, and I think he might be able to outrun it in a straight line. I think he outrun his dad. He could run, he could run, run. Ooh. He could run, run. But you yeah, couldn't catch him in the end zone, though. Well, he ran the wrong way on that play. <laughs> but I was picking him up, putting him down, Skip. I was, I was, I was thinking about my grandma saying, Catch him, spanking up my brother. She'd mm. catch him. I had done done something. Uh, spanking couldn't catch me. Really? I was gone, picking him up, putting him down. Skip. The, the Cowboys told me you ran four eight. Skip that. That's what they told me. I needed a football in my hand. Uh, Once they put that football in hand, that thing dropped out like four five, four really? six. Yeah. Is that right? Yep, like me and Jerry. Huh? You're gifted. <laughs> <laughs> See, just think about how many, how many more Super Bowls your Cowboys had that it took me. Think about how many more you'd have had. Probably none. <laughs> you have been jinxed like everybody else. All right, I got to jump in. I know you two can go back and forth on this all morning long. Guys, next up for the Cardinals, the Rams are coming to town Uh-oh. this Sunday. That's another marquee matchup that'll be on the NFL on mm-hmm. Fox. All right, Shannon, you mentioned Skip's Cowboys. You guys think Cooper Rush can lead the Cowboys to back-to-back victories? Uh, Skip and Shannon dive into that on the other side of this break. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, 
It's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Kips Cowboys opening up as two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Giants. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Cooper Rush will make his third career start against the division rival. This after leading his team to a big win against the Bengals in Week 2. All right, Shannon, prediction time. What do you expect this time around from Cooper Rush? I expect him to struggle a little more uh, than he did because I believe the Giants' defense is a little better than the, um, the Bengals' defense. Um Hopefully they get their rushers back, Kayvon Thibodeau and uh, Ojolari. Um, not sure they're back, but they uh, seemed like uh, Thibodeau was going to be an opportunity. They had an opportunity to go last week. They held him out. Maybe they wanted him to get a little healthier uh, before they rushed. But I think the Giants' defense is solid. Uh, no big names. Um, no Michael Parsons. No Aaron Donalds. No, you know, Slay or Ramsey on the back end. No middle line. No great middle linebacker like a Wagner or Fred Warner. They're just a solid unit, hustle to the football, know where they're supposed to be, get there in a hurry, do a great job of getting guys on the ground. And so I think that's one of the areas that, that, that Cooper Rush could possibly struggle in. Now, the question is, as you told me yesterday, this is a team game. Mm. Your defense versus Daniel Jones. Thank you. <laughs> and that, that, that is where the problem, because there's an opportunity that, that Cooper Rush could be starting on some very short fields. Because Daniel Jones will give it to you. He will put the ball on the ground. He will throw it to the opposing team. And that's my cause for concern. Um, if they have a little better quarterback play, I might be willing to pick the Giants. And I still, by the end of the week, it's only Tuesday. Who knows? I might, you know, might be feeling froggy and give you an opportunity to win some of your 17 cases I've taken off you in two weeks. Mm. Two weeks! To cut it all the way down to the 50 that you owe me. <laughs> hey, hey, by week, halfway through the season, yeah. you might be owing me 50. It could at, be. At, at the way you keep betting them. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I think, I definitely believe he'll struggle. He will not look as crisp or as clean as he did, like you like to mention, the Halloween game last year or the way he played on Sunday. So I think he'll struggle a, little, a bit more. The question is, can the Giants' offense move the ball with some regularity against the Cowboys' defense, or will the Cowboys' defense make sure Cooper Rush is playing on short fields all Sunday? Mm. Oh, it's Monday. It's a Monday night game. Well, you, you tell me, Saquon, he's top three in the league. Might, might be after Derrick Henry struck out last night, he might be top one. That, that, that may, might be a possibility. The, deep, uh, uh, the Cowboys' defense is, is good. Mm. They're, 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 really, they're really, really good. They can generate pass rush. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong and, and Parsons, those guys get uh, and D-Log. Oh, he's just Parsons now? What you I mean, want to you call him by his name. Micah? No, 11 from heaven. Come on. <laughs> okay, 11, 11, 11, 11 is a game changer. Mm. And he can wreck the shop. And seemingly, they haven't had a whole lot of people been able to block him in the first two games. Mm. And I'm not so sure the Giants, it's not like they're known for having the Great Wall of China to keep people out off their quarterback either. So mm. I, don't, I think they're going to have a very difficult time trying to block that young man. By the way, every time I looked up the other night, 
somebody else from the defensive front was all over Joe Burrow. It was Dorrance Armstrong. It was Bohanna. It was Dante Fowler. Yeah. Or that kid Sam Williams that they drafted in the second round out of Ole Miss. Right. I, I didn't see much when I watched Ole Miss last year, but he's starting to pop off my TV screen. Well, it, well, I think that's, that's because of Micah. He hey, called, it is. He, I agree. He causes so much attention that you forget. You know, they got other guys that's rushing the quarterback also. So you can, all five guys can't be worried about Micah. But, but he causes <laughs> leaks all across the line he because you, you got two or three trying to deal with him and all of a sudden somebody else slips through. Or then they totally forget and let him go scot-free. Okay, I'm going to say to you about Cooper Rush what I told you all last week. He will not embarrass us, as in Cowboy Nation. Mm-hmm. He, he will play just the way he played at Minnesota when they were a four-point underdog or the other night or the other afternoon against Cincinnati when they were as high as an eight-and-a-half-point dog at home. Right. Eight-and-a-half-point dog. Now they're a two-and-a-half-point dog on the road. So the, the Giants aren't getting all of the three points for home field advantage. Right. Yeah. So you, you might say that Vegas is sort of almost slightly favoring Dallas. Dallas Vegas is telling you, you better pick Dallas. Mm. Is that what they're saying? That's what they said. You better pick Dallas. Well, Wink Martindale is probably winking in his office as we speak, saying, "You better pick the Giants." No, you know what did he do? Skip? He a pressure guy now. He you know he's gonna hit pressure guy, <laughs> and I'm sure he is telling his players right now, "We are going to expose that young man for what he is, mm-hmm. which is nothing. He's undrafted. He he's nobody. Mm-hmm. He's bounced around. They they were able to just run him through waivers. You know, nobody mm-hmm. claimed him." He's just some guy. He could be on the street. He could be on his couch watching this game. (laughs) We need to send him back to his couch to watch this game. So the the point is, this team has responded to Cooper Rush at least as well as it has to Dak Prescott. I'm I'm sorry, because I'm going to remind everybody, because it's my nightmare, but it started with your game when your Denver Broncos Mm -hmm. came to Dallas last year it was 30 to nothing early in the fourth quarter. Just when I thought I could trust Dak Prescott, I couldn't. He sort of rallied back into the game and hit a couple late touchdown passes to nobody. Oh, and, no, Brian caught one, yeah, I think. Yeah, and <laughs> some kid caught one who's not even on the team anymore. But the point is, then we turn right around on Thanksgiving Day game against Derek Carr, and it goes to overtime, and Dak, they, they win the toss, and Dak has the football, and nothing happens, nothing. and they lose. Okay? And then – Kyler Murray came to town. Kyler loves to – Again, he did it to y'all again. But Because he's a Dallas area kid yeah. from Plano. And he just loves to stick it to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And did he ever. That's the second time he did right. that where it's just shameful what he did. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do you think they call the game different for Cooper Rush as opposed to Dak? It doesn't appear to me so. I, I, because he's been in the system for six years now. But it's hard. For I, I don't to see them lock him up. I, I thought they tried to feed. The, yeah, feed that, that's Zeke. what I'm saying. They 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 tried. They get him off to it because I thought Zeke. I thought they ran the ball. Skip like the first quarter or the first couple of drives. They ran the ball really really well, and they kind of got away from that. It's like, oh Cooper, okay, you you relax now. Start throwing it. Okay. I just think the thing is maybe they should try that with Dak. They just come out and want to just throw the ball all over the yard with Dak. Okay. What was my biggest issue with the home loss to San Francisco in the playoff game? The offense didn't show up. It didn't no. come out of the locker room. Dak's the one leading the the, the, the huddle in, on the sideline before yeah. the game, mm-hmm. and he's the pregame pep talk. Yeah. He's he's the leader of the team, yeah. not Mike McCarthy. It's Dak Prescott. Right. And they responded how they were flat in a home playoff game. You came out flat as Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and what? So so 
I saw Cooper Rush go up there against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. With 55 seconds left in that game, he throws a touchdown pass to Amari Cooper to win the game 20 to 16. Right. Well, that's – I'm not saying he's Brady, but but it was a clutch throw. Right. And then the other the other day, he, he makes three straight clutch throws under a minute left to set up the 50-yard field goal. Right. Well, they trusted him to do it because they've seen him do it before. Right. And, yeah, he does have that sort of scout team connection with Noah, Noah Brown. Okay? I, I give you that. But – You've do, you you've come up hugely clutch in big stage games, in back to back years, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. you, you didn't do it just once. It, it wasn't just an aberration. I think it's more going to be trend than blip. But but, but I've told you, it, does he have a big arm? He does not have a big arm. Is is he the most athletic? No, he's no. not the most athletic. He's got size. He's six three two twenty five. So he's got that going. You do know what happens, right? The more you play. I, I got tape it. to get on. Okay, well, that's what Wink Martindale's yeah. doing right now. He's he's stroking yeah. his chin, looking at that tape, thinking, yeah, if we could just heat him up in the pocket yeah. because he can't move. Yeah, and we'll heat we, him up. If we hit him a couple times, let's see if he gets back right. up. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I love the most about Sunday's game was in the opening drive, it gets to be fourth and two at their 44-yard line. And McCarthy, to, to his credit, he didn't even hesitate. I'll let Cooper Rush throw it. Yeah. And if we could see that play again. I was very surprised okay. this early in the game okay. going for it on fourth D- and two. DJ Reader just blows by Farniak, the kid out of Nebraska. Look look over on the right side. He just blows right by him and just, just comes right into Cooper Rush. So Cooper Rush took a big hit on this right. play and stood strong in the pocket and said, I'm going to throw it to my guy. And there's – there's a little velocity that, on that. That was a great catch hey, by Noah It was because he had to adjust to the he, ball. He had to stop I, I and open his hips. he had to adjust because DJ Reader is about to blow up yep. Cooper uh, Rush in the pocket, yep. and he's got to lean a little bit sideways and throw it at slight, slightly behind. Yep. They got rapport. Yep. They got connection. Dak didn't have that kind of connection with Noah yep. Brown. Dak has little to no connection with CeeDee Lamb. That might have been a play because now all of a sudden you give the ball Cincinnati going in in the 40-yard line. Okay. So that was that was my a, God. I that mean, that's was the big, game. I, I mean, to me, been, yep. it's sink or swim on that play. Yep. And you can't tell me they don't believe in Cooper Rush because they do. Yeah, Wing Mardell, you ain't gonna be able to believe in him anymore. Okay. Well, is that what he's gonna say? Yeah, Wing. Oh, Wing got a little something for him. Okay. Oh, he's Wing. Winking, winking. Oh, Wing. Oh, Wing. Yeah. We got something for him on old Monday night. Okay. Winking, blinking, and mm-hmm. nod. All mm-hmm. they got him all oh, right. Let's see if you feel the same thing about Cooper. Really? Oh, rush. Okay, so do you think he's gonna we're gonna have a rush to judgment here on Yeah, you rush to judgment Monday night? There was a rush to judgment on the Cowboys uh, last week. I kept telling you because they're they're dead. Oh, we ain't gonna tell him rush on over. Yeah. So Red you, Rover, looking, Red Rover, send Cooper right over. Okay, so you're leaning Giants? Hey. I just want to get you on. It's record. all Tuesday. Okay, it's Tuesday, but I can hear where you're going with this. Cooper Rush says Shannon Sharp, the Hall of Famer, is going to get exposed oh, on Monday night. Is that right? Dang, I got to wait till Tuesday. I can't come in here. I'll be celebrating. I'll yeah. be celebrating Monday night. Really? You yeah. going to get your Daniel Jones jersey by then? Wear it out of here? I got uh-huh. a Giants helmet. Yeah. It's, it's Atlanta, though. Yeah. I might need to bring my Giants helmet out. This is the Red Rocket you're looking at okay. right here. The Red Rocket. He's got red Man, pop gun ain't going to do huh? no cap gun ain't going to do nothing. That fourth and two throw, that doesn't look like a pop gun. No cap gun. No really? cap gun Cooper. Really? That's what they call him at the crib, cap do gun they? Cooper, yeah. Cap gun, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. little pop, pop, pop. Look at that. Yeah. He, he looks like okay. he's, he's You see how you hyping him up? You see how you hyping him up? I, I'm just telling you. No, he no, will you not him embarrass him you. He's not afraid. I told you. The, okay. the thing, he is fearlessly poised. You, you can't find that combination in backups. 
unless it's Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been played in the uh, Super Jimmy Bowl. G. And yeah, Jimmy G. Okay, he is clearly and was the best backup quarterback in the league. Well, is this guy that far behind? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, he that far behind. Well, is he? Yeah. I, I don't think so. You believe so. Cooper Rush can take you out to the Super Bowl? Because Jimmy G did that. I'm not going to say that because okay. I don't want to jinx him. Oh, you mean jinx him? Yeah. I, I'm just How you want to – you don't jinx him? You ain't afraid about jinxing Tom I'm, Brady? I, I'm going to refer to what Jerry said the night that Dak went down on opening night. Jerry said, wouldn't it be something if, if we had to make a decision? He, he just threw it out, the scenario. Wouldn't it be something if when J- Dak is healthy enough to come back – and we're going to talk about this because Steven's now blurting out – he could be back for Washington. Well, well that's that, that's only October second. That, yeah. That's the game after this game. Right. Six days after this Giants game. Right. Okay. So Jerry's throwing out the scenario. He says, "I'm not saying this is going to happen, but what? Wouldn't it be great if we had to make a choice? Right? No. Nah, he not played it. well enough that you're starting to say, "Well, wait a and second. You gonna keep a forty maybe, million dollar quarterback on okay, the bench? Well, I, I got that, but sometimes the quarterback position more than any position in all of sports is about intangibles just as as much as tangibles he's got intangibles that the team likes oh he, he doesn't have 12 national tv commercials he doesn't say anything to the media he's a nice guy but he's humble he got more fault. he got more intangibles than that okay well i don't know i i maybe maybe i'm you starting that- to see Okay, the I'm, man that got your jersey, he brought okay. he brought your jersey, the okay. throw in the trash, what, and picked what, it out. Okay, what have we seen twice in pretty big games with man, that guy? Skip, you seen that? The team responded to him a little bit. You you just agreed with me earlier in this topic. You said I agree. They're responding to him a little better than Dak. Did you watch Dak on opening night against the goat? So it was question. horrendous. You believe Cooper? I still haven't recovered from you could, it. You believe Cooper Rush could have beat Tampa? I told you asked me this yesterday. Could he have scored? 20 points, maybe. No, stop. Maybe. Skip against, that de- skip against that defense. Okay, my defense held the GOAT to 19. Could he have – could Mahara have kicked up so 54 let, so let, so let me get it right. You believe, you believe Cooper Rush could have got the 19 points against Tampa's defense? Maybe. He can operate. They got weapons. They got weapons. What weapons? CeeDee Lamb is a Skip weapon. Noah, Noah Brown, the first two games, Noah Brown is your best receiver. Tony Pollard is a breakaway weapon. Cavante Turpin, we haven't seen it yet, but he is lightning in a he bottle. He didn't break away from Tampa. Well, just wait. You I, do hey, feel like- uh, that same defense, you, you were all over them last year because they were getting Skip, lit up last Skip, year. Do you realize they're giving up six and a half points a game? They got ten sacks okay. in two games. Okay, I got it. Well, one of them was against Dak Prescott. Maybe that's part. And the second one was against Jameis Winston. Maybe that was part of it. I, they, I promise you, they have more sacks and more picks had they gone up against Cooper Rush. I, I don't know. I, I haven't know. Seen, have you thrown, I haven't seen him throw any interceptions yet. Threw a couple the other night that were a little dangerous. Wow. I, I don't know. You done lost your mind. If you no, think I have Rush not. Rush could have beat Tampa. Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick once upon a time. Just remember. He, was a, he was a seventh-rounder. Right. Okay. So somebody else is a seventh rounder. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's sitting across from me. <laughs> Man, you take yeah. you take one isolated incident or two yeah. isolated incidents and say, well, okay. well, he did it. He could do it yeah. too. Okay. How many seventh how many seventh round draft picks are in the Hall of Fame? How many six round draft picks are in I the Hall of Fame? I don't know. That's a good question. Not many. I know one is. <laughs> yeah. It ain't very many. It ain't very many quarterbacks. We play the games. Mm. <laughs> Every Sunday and Monday. You Ooh. never know. Any given Sunday, right? Yep. Guys, let's move on to the NBA when we come back and talk a little bit about Shannon's Lakers. Are their off-season moves getting them closer or further away from a finals appearance? 
We'll dive into that debate when we come back. Lakers made another addition over the weekend. The team agreed to sign point guard Dennis Schroeder to a one-year deal. Schroeder averaged over 15 points with the Lakers in 2020-21, but left in the offseason as a free agent. So, all right, Shannon, what do you think? Is this a good move or a bad move? I don't know what kind of move this is, Skip, because it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, you got Russ, you got Pat Bell, Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn. Now you add Dennis Schroeder to go along with Lonnie Walker the fourth. This ain't college. You don't need no six, seven guards. You think you're at Kentucky and Duke? <laughs> and when you had him, what did Schroeder do? He wanted to go. He thought there was greener pastures. He didn't have Boston. Boston uh, traded him to uh, San Antonio. I think that's where he ended up at. San Antonio, right? Schroeder? Schroeder, yeah. Did he, I can't remember. He bounced around. I don't was know. Houston. But he Houston, ended up, yeah. Houston. He ended up. It was Texas. He ended up somewhere else. I, I, don't, I don't get this move, Skip. I, I really don't. So what's the – I hope. I hope Rob has a plan. Yep. I don't know what that plan is, but I hope it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I hope it's a master plan because, Skip, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, all these guys at one point in time, with the exception of Rust, Rust has done what, Skip? Come off the bench. Mm. Now, if y'all think for one second, if you think for one second, Russell Westbrook is going to sit quietly by why these guys start the game and he sit on the bench and come off the bench as a six man. Skip, you out your mind. Mm. They're out of their mind. I don't know what Rob plan is, mm. but it damn sure better be a good one. Skip, this doesn't make any sense to me. And it's, I guess they're hoping for like Dwight to, to come back on a minimum contract or mid-level exception or vet minimum, whatever that could be. Mm. Skip, what are, what are they doing? I can explain it. Go ahead, please. I'll me. allow you to explain it. But first of all, I, I must quote the guy you called the goat. I called the phony goat. Your man, LeBron James, tweeted about this, and he said he's tweeting at Schroeder, obviously. Yes, sir. So damn happy to have you back. You're like that. You are. You're like that. That's what he tweeted. And then he plagiarized the NFL goat. He did LFG with three exclamation points. Let's effing go. That's Tom Brady's slogan, right? And LeBron uh, borrowed it from Tom Brady, oh right? <laughs> He's trying to say we're, we're like co-stars. Me, me and you, Tom, I can borrow from you because we're both goats. No, you're not. Sorry. LeBron bigger. You oh, know that I know He that. is not bigger. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, bigger on TV maybe. And he's, he's even got a new one with Lily. He's got to leave Lily be. He's just he's hard on her, right? Yeah, who? In the commercial that oh, he yeah. did. But, okay, so here we go again. It's another huge national TV commercial. It's a good one. It's a big one. I'm sure he got paid royally for this. I bet he's a goat. Okay. Well, he's the TV goat. I'll give you that. He's the commercial goat. Basketball goat. Okay. Well, he's not. But the point is, he just took Max Max. And I, I, I don't get it because he left them little to no room to, to play with the, his supporting cast. So let's think about this. Step back for a second. Okay. Schroeder. He bet on himself. That they they offered him like an eighty million. Eight, four years, eighty-four 80, million. Okay. He, he made five point six last year. He's making okay. a little over two this year. He says, "No, I'm betting on myself. I can do better than that on the open market." And he could not. And he basically had to crawl to Boston to take what they gave him. Right. He played pretty well for Boston. He's pretty good. You never liked him, but he's pretty good. He's okay. Okay. He's okay. But he started off, Skip. I'm, I done done the off the bench thing. I'm a starter. Okay. 
I, here. That's yeah, what the Lakers, that's what he yeah, said. He had done it for Oklahoma City. He says, no, not here. I'm a starter. Okay, well, LeBron kind of went along with that, started calling, you know, affectionately Dennis the Minutes. Remember that? I, yeah. I don't know. He, he does the what minutes, he wanted to right. me. To me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the point is, then he tries to play the field again, and the, his free agent market has so dried up that he crawled all the way back to L.A. and took minimum to play for the Lakers. Yes. Okay? Yeah. All right, so that's that guy's position right now. And the other guy they just signed, Patrick Beverly, is on his fourth team in two years. And yet, here's the painful and sad irony of this. Right now, as is, those two players, individually, they're better than Russell Westbrook. I promise you, they're better basketball players right here, right now, than Russell Westbrook, who simply led the league in turnovers for much of the year until the last three games. He was the single worst three-point shooter in all of basketball last year. And he was the fourth worst free throw shooter. And he plays little to no defense. Well, at least Pat Bev will trick him, right? Yeah, you see. Okay, well, maybe at least he, he gives you the impression that he's doing right. something on defense. Yes. It's a lot of sis boom bots, it's a yeah. lot of stuff. But Smoke and mirror. Yeah, but he gets under people's skin. Yes. And he distracts and he, he irritates. And, and well, okay, we get all that. I, I like Pat Bev. I'm glad he, I, I would want him to be on my team. Right. Schroeder can also be a little bit of an irritant, but he's got some quicksilver in him, some game on right. offense where he can he can be sort of a combo guard for you. He can score. He'll get you 15 in a game. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay? They're both, to me, slightly more valuable than Russell Westbrook is at this stage and this age. Well, it, it appears to me that they're loading up so that the new sheriff in town, Darvin Ham. Can, can play Russell Westbrook sparingly at best. And you say, well, he's not going to sit quietly. Well, you know he's not. Well, okay, I, I, I promise you he's going to sit. I don't know that it's going to be quietly, but but they are loading up. These two guys play his position. Yes. They are him. They're, they're, they're what he does. And what's going to be worse, Skip, forget coming off the bench. You can come off the bench as long as I'm in. If you look at guys that come off the bench, they were always in the game when the rubber needed to meet the road in yep. the fourth quarter. Okay. You look at all, Skip, you look at from the Vinny Johnsons, you look at the Jamal Crawfords, you look at the Sweet Lou Williams, you look at the Manu Ginobili's. All of the six men did what down the stretch? They played. Absolutely. So if I come off the bench and now you're not going to play me in the fourth quarter, what are you telling me? What value do I have? LeBron's gushing about getting Schroeder back. He's gushing. He doesn't do that. And there's method to this madness right here. It, it looks to me, I agree with you. It looks like, I don't know about Russ being a sixth man, but it damn sure looked like they geared up to have him sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter. That is correct. It, that he's going to split the minutes among these three players, and it might be a little heavy. In, in, they'll have to see how they play and how they look, how they mesh with LeBron, right. obviously. But to me, I will bet you that Pat Bev and Schroeder play slightly more minutes than Russ does yeah. because the, the whole idea is Gene is saying, you cannot cut him and send him home, and I have to owe him and I gotta pay, yeah, right. Yeah, she's saying, I'm not going to do that. If Kendrick Nunn is healthy, he's I not trust bad either. Yeah, for, he's yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And he, that's he's my, maybe a little more two than one, right. but, but that's fine. A guy that can score, can yes. get downhill on his own, can knock down Man, a few I've shots. always liked him, yeah. and, and I liked him last year, and he he never even he, he didn't get have a single dribble out no. of him. I don't know what happened, but he was gone the whole year. Yes. Okay. So you, you have loaded up at Russ's position so that you don't have to, to be, depend on him at all. You, you don't have to trust him. You don't have to play him. And Darvin Ham seems like he's enough of his own man to tell Russ, I'm sorry, you ain't playing tonight. Right.
Okay, so he's going to have to sit. He can uh, pout bad, all he bad, wants. Man, you know, bad estate. Okay, well, he, he doesn't own the team. He doesn't run the team just because he makes $47 million next year. He, he can just sit and stew for all they care. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's going to stew. You say, see, that's going to be great theater. That's going to be great right. theater. That's going to be great for us. But you know that's a powder keg. Right? They sit on a okay, powder keg over okay, there. Okay, but powder keg how? What can he do to de- derail the team? You know what he can do. He can call the stick. <laughs> well, he'll cause it, and they'll just shrug and go on and keep playing. It ain't that simple, Skip. It's not <laughs> I don't that simple. Know. He's See, not you that good. It. You he can't love back it. it up. You love it, no, this. I, I, I sort of like because my option was just, just write him a check and send him home. No. Addition by subtraction. But instead, they went the other way. They said, no, we'll do addition by addition. We'll go get this guy and that guy, and we got Kendrick Nunn coming back. So we got plenty of rotation players to fill his role. I think I think Brian like Austin Reeves better than all of them. What do you? I think he likes him because he he's a smart basketball player. He makes he makes it. Skip that. Is he the most the, talented the, of this my, group? My issue was the same issue because I used to watch him all the time at Oklahoma. He's there for a long time. He just doesn't shoot it well enough. He can hit a lab though. Okay, it comes and it goes, but it mostly goes. And did you see what he did against uh, uh, the Mavericks? Well, he hit a shot. Yeah. That was one. And, and then you, what happened after uh, that? Uh, did you see what he did against the Nuggets the last game of the season? Okay. He put on a show. Okay, he put on a show, but nobody was playing for the Nuggets. Hey. They weren't even the Nuggets. They were like G League Nuggets. Hey, that's all right. Get him, gave okay, him confidence. He, and listen, he plays his tail off. That's what I'm talking and, about. And he will defend yes. at a high level. Yes. I know. I, I get it. LeBron trust that. Yeah, and, and he, he's, our poor, he's our poor man. I mean, if there's such a thing as a poor man's Caruso, yeah. but that's what he okay, is. Well, he is kind of a poor we man's Caruso. I mean, think about Look at all the people that we added. Patrick Bear, Reeves, Kendrick Nunn, Dennis Schroeder, Lonnie Walker. You had Caruso. You yeah, had Caruso did. for $9 million. How much, you, how much are you paying all these guys? More than $9 million, And you had Caruso. That did all that. Love LeBron. Could run the point, play the two, defend at an extreme high level, could knock down, would knock down shots in crucial moments. Yep. I know Lonnie Walker all too well. Extremely athletic, can't shoot. And that, I guess he fits right in, right? That's all right. Why, why, what we got out of Lonnie? Okay. I, I like what Palink is doing with Pat. What Nav the hell is he Schroeder. doing? Tell me what he's doing. He's, he, 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 he's he trying to piss Russ off? No, he's not. He just, he's, he's preparing not to play him. That's, that's how it is. He's, he's got plan B and plan C that will become plan A. That's what happened. And plan A gonna be a problem. And then he's gonna say to Darwin, "You do it. Yeah. yeah you, you tell Russ he can't play. Plan, plan right? A go. Plan A go make plan B, C, D, and E go make it very, very difficult. Okay. They just offset Russell Westbrook. Okay. <laughs> you think it's funny? See, you like this. You like I know you do. I know you do. I know you like drama. Not so great circumstances. I don't like it. I don't like it. I can't wait for NBA season to start. You two are going to be at each other the entire morning. He loves drama. One-year deal. He says, guys, he's been trying to get the Lakers to sign him, been in talks with them for three months. So, obviously, something he was really chasing, a return, maybe a little redemption in La La Land. All right, Tom Brady, gentlemen, let's talk about that emotional win versus the Saints on emotional. Sunday. Skip and Shannon discuss what's going on with TV 12 coming up next. Ooh. Tom Brady said yesterday on the Let's Go podcast, 
He hadn't argued with the call and engaged with Marshawn Lattimore. Mike Evans' suspension could have been avoided. Now, Shannon, yesterday you were talking about how Brady's temper flared on the sideline Sunday when he threw that tablet. Certainly seems like he's um, running on a short fuse lately. Do you have an issue with Brady's behavior as of late? Well, he started the whole thing. And anybody that doesn't think that what's going on off the field is not impacting the way Brady is playing and behaving on the field is sadly mistaken. Um, this could have been, look, Mar- all Marshawn Latimer did was basically like, man, get out of here with that foolishness. And Brady, all he had to do was continue on because it seemed like he was going down there to talk to the back judge or the side judge that didn't throw a flag because he thought Scotty Miller had gotten interfered with. All he had to do was continue. He turned around and said something. Marshawn Latimer said something. Leonard Fournette came and shoved Marshawn. Marshawn shoved him back. Here comes Mike Evans coming off the sideline. And everybody else got involved. Now, there are going to be a lot of five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars fines divvied out because they're going to look at everybody that came off the sideline. You know, who knows? Might be even some more suspensions. But Brady, Brady needs to get fined also. Also, he will. Also, you need to look at Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians on the sideline saying something. Now, if you to Mike Evans, I think he said Mike Evans. Oh, he what he he said something to Marshawn Lattimore at yeah, first because Marshawn looked back at him. So they're going to look at him. Say you probably if you're the uh, assistant to the general manager. Most assistant to the general managers, they're upstairs with the general manager in the booth. I agree. They might need to move him because if you wanted to be on the sideline, you shouldn't have gave up your coaching spot. But we know that wasn't a choice that you had in, in the matter. So we're going to continue on with this, Skip. But clearly, Brady is on edge. Because after every play, Skip, it used to be, okay, but after every play, after every drop, he letting, he's wearing his emotions on his sleeve. And it's starting and 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 looking at him, he looks like he's not resting as peacefully as he once did. So off the field issues, and it, that's why I'm saying, Skip, you gotta have a clear mind. You can have no inter- especially you play in that position. That is the ultimate position that you need to skip. That's why most of these guys go to get married early on. <laughs> that, that's why. Cause you don't want the distractions. It's hard enough to play that position. That's the hardest position to play in all the sports. Because there's a million, million, trillion things going on. You got to know what you got to do, what everybody else got to go to do, and you know somebody's coming to tear your head off. Mm. So for me, absolutely. Brady started this fiasco, and his play has not been indicative of what we've seen Tom Brady do in his throughout his career. I don't know. This might be, yeah, they're 2-0. But Tom Brady completing under 60% of his passes with a couple of touchdowns, 200 yards, that's not Tom Brady. Throwing to little Scotty Miller. He wasn't throwing to Scotty. In New Orleans. Okay, what happened What happened against the Cowboys? He, he threw him the most targets. Eight targets went to little Scotty Miller. The same. Seventh round this out guy, of Bowling Green. This guy built his skill. The reason why he became Tom Brady is because he made his legacy throwing the seventh round guys. He was never throwing to Randy Moss, but except that small period. He was never throwing the first round drafting wide receivers. It was the, the marginal guys. That's how he built it. Because he was able to take he nobody can do more with less. Now he needs more. And he does less. Mm. So yes, yes, yes. He started it and he's he's on a hair trigger because of things that are going on in his personal life. You know it and I know it. I don't know it. Okay. I am I might be sadly mistaken. Okay, name say. Okay, 40 years that you covered. Yeah. Name the time that a vet has left training camp for 11 days to attend to a personal matter that didn't involve death 
or illness in the family. Okay, obviously he's 45 years got, old no, no, and he's no, no, won no, no. seven Super Bowls. Oh, I get all, no, 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 I get all of that. He they won they seven had Super agreed to this. No, they didn't agree. Yes, they did. Skip. Todd Bowles said we agreed to it before this of course he's gonna camp say, started. What is he supposed to say? Yeah, I let the man go home because he's dealing with some issues? Mm-hmm. Stop it, Skip. Come okay. on, Skip. Tom Brady has been on edge for 20 years. Since, since I first started watching closely he has been on hair trigger. How it's who he is. Why do I call him Psycho Tom? I've been calling him Psycho Tom for 15 years. Uh, uh, he was throwing tablets in New England. When? He I was screaming that. at Josh McDaniels in he New did. England. He did? He Never was threw a chewing tablet. out receivers in New England. He threw tablets in New England. I didn't see that. He did. He threw everything in New England. He threw his helmet in New England. He screamed at people in New England. He goes completely out of his mind. I have never defended it. But I have always accepted it because it's how he drives himself mm. and his football Two games team. Into the, Skip, I can see week 10, week 11, week 12, getting ready to get for a playoff. Week two weeks into the season, we saw this week one, week two. This is where we are right now. Okay, there's no Gronk. All of a sudden, they thought they had Godwin back, and he lasted about a play, and he's gone. And all of a sudden, Mike Evans is suspended, and all of a sudden, it's looking like where where, where are my guys? So are we I thought are, I had and Antonio Brown blew himself up, and he's gone. Are we using who's not there to excuse Tom Brady's behavior? Not, That's what I, we do. I now? just said I'm not defending it. I'm just telling you I accept it because it's who he is. He was doing can, this all I, through I, his I, New England. Can days. I ask you a question? He he in the Super Bowl against Kansas City, he got in a shouting match with Honey Badger. With Honey Badger, but, have you ever in your history in this game ever seen a quarterback engage in a shouting match with a defensive back? I, I haven't. I want You know what, Lamar Jackson, can you do me one favor? I want you to get upset and start throwing tablets. Mm. Uh, Tua. Okay, I want, so wait, wait, let's get this on the table. So it's a race issue. I, I, the, okay, no skip, one tell me what yes, it is. Yes, yes, because when T.O. did the exact same thing, when Dan okay. Bryant did the exact same thing, all you guys say is that he's a malcontent. It's destructive. Tom Brady throws talent. He yells and screams. You criticize Aaron Rodgers for doing the exact same thing. I do. I well, do. Criticize him. Okay. Criticize him. It works. No, see, it it works. works. Aaron Rodgers. He's won seven see? Super Bowls. See? No, it's not. You, see, you see. You make it you my see. point. You make it no, my point. No, no, you're making skip. my point. You make my point because what we've seen he, is that, he's skip. the greatest leader skip. in the history of sports. Skip. They follow him. Mike Evans would die for him right skip. now. Mike Evans ran back skip. on the field. He, he told the, the referee. Come on, it's Tom Brady. Sure, I'm going to defend make, him. Make, make sure it's reciprocated for you. Make sure mm -hmm. uh, all I say is, guys, make sure it's, if you love something, it loves you back just as much as you love it. Mm. But anyway. You sound all, like Antonio Brown. No, 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 Skip. Hold on. Just a second. All I'm saying is what we're starting to see, that if you've accomplished something, if you're someone of, of, of importance, you can do things and get away with it. Because Tom Brady has won Super Bowls, will excuse behavior that we wouldn't tolerate from a Dez Bryant. We didn't tolerate from a T.O. Why? Why okay, were they competitive? Well, they're not the quarterback to start off with. So, and only the quarterback can be competitive. Only the quarterback can try to rally his troop. Ray Lewis wasn't the quarterback. No. He rallied the troop. Yeah. There are other guys that don't play the quarterback position that rallied the troop. Cam Newton. Y'all never, if, if Cam Newton would have thrown a tablet, y'all talked about Cam Newton having a damn towel on his head or the way the man dressed. Tom Brady yelling and cussing and screaming at his players, at his coaches, at the referees. 
and you don't say a okay. thing. Okay, I've said things. No, no, you, you're missing the point in the boat. I've been the first to, to, to market with this for 20 years about that guy. It's kids don't try this at home. It's not a pretty sight. But it works. Does T.O. work? No, it didn't. What did he ever win when you most needed him? Where was he? Skip. You he was it... tearing the locker room apart. Has he ever torn a locker Skip. room apart? Skip. No. People say, well, does he care about his personal stats? No. Of course he does. Oh, baloney. That's why they thought. That's, Skip. Oh, stop That's what, it. Of course, Skip, stop. See, the problem that I have with, with a lot of people is that they try to make things mutually exclusive. Tom Brady doesn't care about stats. Tom Brady doesn't care about this. Bull jive. Bull jive to you. Bull jive. He cares Tom, about winning Tom Super Brady, Bowls. Quarterbacks are the most arrogant, okay. the most arrogant okay. people yeah. at that play professional sports. You know that and I know it. They had it the best. Skip, we make excuses for quarterbacks, especially that guy. Okay. You know what that guy did? Going back to 2007 against the Pittsburgh Steelers, some kid who played safety, some poor kid for the Steelers said he guaranteed they're going to win in Foxborough. And that guy throws a bomb to Randy Moss to start the game and runs all the way to the end zone and gets in his face. Okay. You like that? No. You like that? But if you were on his team, you would love but, but, that. But let me ask you a question. No quarterback's ever done that but, before. But, but, ever. But see, here's the thing. This is 2007. You, say you like that. But if T.O. scores a touchdown and got in somebody's face, or if Dez Bryant scored a touchdown and got somebody's face, why are you doing that? Act like you've been there. Tom Brady, act like you're throwing a touchdown. Okay, T.O. scores a touchdown and it's, look at me. I got a new oh, celebration for what did you. He do? Look at me. What did he do? What we did ran he do? down there and screamed at look the guy. At we got you. Look at me. No, he's saying, look at, look at you. He's yeah. saying, look what we did to you. You threw the touchdown on him. He, he we it. saw it. Hey, no quarterback in the history. This guy ran down the field because yeah. Scotty Miller got fouled all the way out of bounds by Marshawn Lattimore and got in Marshawn Lattimore's face. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing. No one's ever done this. Yeah. Tell me a quarterback. Just, Can you imagine John Elway doing that? This, no. This is what I want you to understand. Nobody. Just Troy Aikman, no. Skip, Nobody would have done this. This is what I want you to understand. Just because someone's never done it, that doesn't make it right. That okay, I, I just okay. said that. But, but hey, you keep saying uh, nobody's uh, ever done it. Hey. Like, that's a good thing because nobody's ever done it. Oh, that makes it right. No. Okay. I didn't say. I said, kids, don't try this at home because you, th th that's not role model behavior. But, but, okay. but it works at the highest Skip. level. His teammates love him. If you can find one teammate that ever said a crossword about him, a critical, help me out. I, I worked closely with dozens of players who have been on his teams before mm -hmm. at ESPN. Not one ever said one cross word about him, one foul word, one negative word about him. I've never, if you can find one, God bless you. Could we bring it to the table? I, I got nothing for yeah. you. Just because, they believed in him. Just because, just because someone hasn't said a cross word, that doesn't mean I have to agree with every little thing that he does. Okay, what it's you're just saying, who he is. He yeah. loses it, man. Yeah. He's out of control on the field, but he, he can chant. What, what did he do to Honey Badger in the Super Bowl? He screams at him, See? and then what did See? he do? He came right back the next play when they were in the red zone, and he said, Antonio, run an option route on him, and he throws it to Antonio Brown for a touchdown to show up Honey Badger. You know what, Cam? That's I, who he is. Cam, I apologize. I was not in the position to defend you like a lot of people well, defend I, Tom Brady. Okay, I, I defended Cam. I never said a bad word about Cam Newton sitting on the bench. I, I didn't say it. I, I believed in him. I said he should have been the first pick in the draft. I even said last year my Cowboys should sign him as the backup quarterback. And, 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 and Lamar, man, I, yeah. hey, whew, boy, the way y'all defend this man's behavior. Yeah.
Wait, is that the same Lamar that you don't believe in? That yeah. guy? Skill. I, that I don't that know. That ain't got nothing to do. That ain't okay. got nothing to do with defending his behavior and the way he behaves. Okay. This man, you 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 giving kudos. Who else would? I mean, think about what you're saying. You giving this man kudos for doing something that would not be tolerated from any other position. Okay. Why? And there's never been anything like him in the history of this league. And you can't stand it. He he is by far the most successful quarterback ever. It's not even close. He's setting records nobody will ever touch. Nobody's going to win seven Super Bowls, and I think he's going to go win an eighth. The fact of the matter is that you tied this man's success to winning, to his behavior, and you make it say because he's successful, he should be allowed to do whatever he wants. No, it's not allowed. It's not like breaking rules. He doesn't get in fights. All I'm saying, Skip. Cam wearing a helmet. Other guys doing things. That wasn't breaking the rules, but it wasn't tolerated because it was unbecoming of a quarterback. Okay, but if those guys do whatever they want to do and they go win football games, trust me, everybody's going to say. Cam was winning. Cam was winning. He won an MVP. He went to the Super Bowl. He might have didn't win, but he was winning. He might have didn't play well in the Super Bowl. Okay. Skip, Brady hadn't played well in every Super Bowl. No, but he's played well in, what, nine out of ten of them. Skip. Okay, but see, again, you compare because you win, because you have success, do whatever you want. It's not do what it, it's not like he's breaking laws or it's, it's running. The fact. Okay, he's just acting the way quarterbacks aren't supposed to act. Am I, I right? Our players, and I've said are, that from are, are the start. Are, so our players, our players, forget the position. Mm-hmm. Are they supposed to act like that? Like like throwing things? Is yes. No, I don't like it. I've I've always said I I don't love this, but it works. And his teammates flat out love it. Okay, they love it. And if if they turned on him, you'd have something. No, if they start losing every game and they say we don't we don't want to play for this man, you got me. Name the time that someone has turned on winning. Name the time because in professional sports, that's what it's about. But just because someone is winning, that doesn't mean their behavior is acceptable. So, That's all I'm trying to get okay. you to understand. Is he a bad guy? That's the point. Is he a bad guy? So, 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 so only bad guys do bad things. So good people can't do bad things. Good people can't have behavior that's unacceptable. Well, again, he's got a split personality. <laughs> off the field, you, you don't have any use for him because he's lame, he's corny. I don't, he's, right? I don't, I don't, honestly... And people that know me, I, I look, I, I, I discuss what I discuss. What you do off the field is what you do off the field. I believe what has transpired off the field has impacted. You don't believe that. I believe it has. I do. I believe it has. I think I don't think I'm the only one that's in that camp. I might be the only one that's saying it publicly, but I think I think okay, what's going but, on. But to keep this in perspective, you have said for six straight years, he's declining. You've said that for six straight years. We started this show, and you said, you know what? It's time for him to go home. Let me ask you a question. Had he stayed in New England, you think he'd win other Super Bowls? They pushed him out. Okay, Skip. All I'm saying is he went to Tampa and got with a more talent. This is the most talent. Tom Brady, in his previous 20, he had never had this much talent. Okay. Top to bottom in his career. Okay, but nobody saw it coming. You didn't say, boy, he should go to Tampa. Skip. They were 7-9. and nine. Nobody saw Peyton Manning going to Denver. Nobody okay. said, well, Peyton Manning is a free agent. He should go to Denver. Mm-hmm. But he saw Decker. He saw J- Julius mm-hmm. Thomas, uh, uh, Demarius Thomas, yeah. uh, Von Miller. Well, they'd, they get, they'd only made the playoffs. They were 8-8. Eight eight. Okay. That team went they, made, they won a playoff game the year before. This team was 7-9. and nine. Okay. They, Skip, they won eight games with Tebow. And mm-hmm. he didn't turn the ball over like Jameis. Jameis mm-hmm. had 35 turnovers. Yep. Skip, you try to make it seem like Tom Brady, this team was, was void of talent. They were, had one of the most talented rosters in football. It had a loser's mentality and culture. They That's had what a quarterback that turned the ball over mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. That's what they had. Mm-hmm. You know that and I know that. Change the culture.
Yeah. Okay, all that be as it may, that could be possibly true. Mm. I'm not saying I'm disagreeing with you. I'm disagreeing with the behavior that you that he displays, and people let it slide because oh he's winning, when you never would have accepted that from a. Mm. Well, unless they were winning, I'm glad. I'm, Lamar, Lamar, just break a couple of tablets for me. Just mm-hmm. cause, bro. <laughs> This topic has y'all so fired up. You know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes with Giselle and Tom Brady's marriage, but rumors are all over the place. So whatever is true or isn't, that still has to be a stressful situation to deal with, with everybody, all the speculation surrounding them. All right, speaking of speculation, you think, guys, that Dak's going to beat even his quick estimate for recovery from surgery? We'll give you the very latest when we return. Dallas. Initial reports had Dak Prescott out six to eight weeks with that fractured thumb. However, the Cowboys have not put him on injured reserve. Cowboys CEO Stephen Jones says Dak has a chance to return by, quote, maybe the third or fourth game? Whew. Shannon, what do you make of Stephen saying this? They really want it back. Skip, I just read a tweet. Uh, Clarence Hill Jr. tweeted that Jerry says they could have Dak back as soon as two weeks. That's being really optimistic, but they're saying they're going to have him but, back. But, soon. I mean, Stephen is saying, yeah, yeah by the, <laughs> that, the by the Washington game. Well, is that is that what Jerry's? Yeah, that, that, that yes. So two weeks that would be the that's Washington October second. Yes, that that would be two weeks. That, that's just that's, that's lunacy, is what. It but is. he said, even if it's not two weeks, it's going to be sooner rather than later. It's not going to be the six to eight weeks original timeline. It's more in line the reason why they did not put him on IR, knowing that he would have to miss at least four weeks if you put him on short term IR. So with that being said, Skip, look, the doctor's saying if everything goes perfectly, Dak is a fast healer. He's able – because at the end of the day, Skip, it can be healed and he can't grip the ball. Everything is predicated on Dak being able to be Dak. It doesn't do any good if he can't grip the football. And if, as we've discussed, it, just pick up a football and hold on to it as if you're about to throw it. Right. And see what, what, what it depends the most on. It's the thumb. Oh, yeah. The thumb is, is the, the clamp. Well, first right? of all, I mean, without the thumb, you ain't going to even pick the football you, you up. You can't even hold on to the football. <laughs> exactly. So you have to really squeeze hard with the thumb, even as you let the fingers slip off the lace. Correct. Right? And I think the thing is, Skip, look, you're adding pressure. Dak understands when you get the kind of money that he got, there's an expectation that you become a fast healer. Even if you're not 100%, you get your butt back on the field at 75%, 80%. But I think the thing is, they're going to be – it, everything is predicated on Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush wins this game. You say they play Washington the week after? They win that game. Now all of a sudden, they're like, oh, okay, we can be a we can be a little a little more cautious with this situation. We don't have to rush Dak back because we're not losing any game. We're only one game back, and that's if Philly continue to hold serve. That means we're only one game back of Philly. There's no need to rush Dak and put him in a situation where we might do more harm than good. So I think right now everything is kind of that healing process. Cooper Rush continues to win. It's slow. Cooper Rush falters. It speeds up. I think that's where they are. But I think ideally, Skip, yeah, they would like to have Dak back in two to three weeks, boy. But, boy, that's really, really optimistic dealing with an injury of that magnitude. I just can't believe <laughs> that they're saying this because they don't need to say anything. Right. What, what is the point? What, what gets accomplished when either Stephen or his dad – say publicly, he could be back by Washington. 
What, what, we're, what are you accomplishing? Nothing. Nothing. Putting pressure on Dak to get back. You're putting up huge pressure. <laughs> you are turning up the heat under this young man. And to me, I have to read in, you know, read between the lines that they're saying, hey, we gave you your money. Yeah, we yeah. gave you a ton of money. Yeah. You got $75 million last year. Yeah. You know how this works, Skip? Okay. You've been around the business long like, enough. Okay. The more they pay you, the Here sooner they expect you to get we, back. We need you to come back now. Yeah. We need you to suck it up. And, and even if it's a little sore, we need you to play. Yes. And, man, it, it, even if he comes back, well, let's just do the hypothetical. Let's say Cooper Rush somehow survives Wink Martindale's defense and okay. beats the Giants. It's like a 50-50 game. Then they come home. Then I think people would expect them, right, to beat Washington. Yes. I, I think you would I just agree. expect them yeah. because Washington's looking like the worst team in the division. Yep. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a toss-up. Who knows? But, but the point is that if Cooper Rush got through that game, yeah. then, then all of a sudden – are, are you going to throw Dak back into the fire? Look what's coming up. Washington and Philly. No, no uh, at Rams. I mean, excuse me, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At, Rams at, and Philly. Yeah, at Rams, Rams and at Philly? Yep, yep. God, good luck with that. You know, congratulations. So, ideally, all things being equal, when would you like to see Dak come back? Because you mentioned they got the Giants on thir- Monday night, and then they got Washington on Sunday, at Rams, at Philly, at Detroit, I mean, Detroit and Chicago at home, then by week. So, if those so weak, Seven against Detroit? Okay, ideally. I told you this from the start. Let's just – I'm, I'm doing glasses half full. In fact, it's like nine-tenths full. If Cooper Rush could manage with – obviously with huge help from his defense, if the defense could manage to go to New York and win the game and the defense could beat Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders, right, then – then all of a sudden you're in position where you could go lose those two road right. games, which you probably would lose right. with Cooper Rush at Rams at Eagles. What if you won one of them? Okay. With Cooper okay. Rush. All right. Well, now now you're really talking. <laughs> but you could come home with Cooper Rush, and and you you would at least be favored to beat the Lions. They're much better. Yes. I give you that. Yeah. But you'd definitely be but, favored to beat okay. Chicago. And and you'd be so okay. So what if you could win the the two division games and the 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 two gimme games, they're not gimme, but the Detroit-Chicago games, well, now you'd have five wins. You'd be afloat. Yeah. Then you get a bye week. Right. Okay. After week four okay. in the heel. Okay. When, when do I want Dak back? I want him to get the bye week and be 1,000% healed yeah. where you're ready to go down the stretch. Well, that's okay. He'd be nine weeks. So that okay. timeline was six to eight. And if he comes okay. back after the bye week, Green Bay week 10, now okay. you talk about nine weeks. And it's at Green Bay, which yeah. is a, it'll, it'll be a hard game. And it's McCarthy's return to Green Bay. But my point is that made sense to me. The, the Jerry scenario, on, on that night, he was saying, hey, the fracture is up in the bone. It's not down in the joint. So right. we got a chance for him to come back much sooner than later. Right. Of course, the, the other scenario is the old Steve Berline scenario where, remember, Troy Aikman was the golden boy, as he right. should have been. And remember, Steve Berline started winning games for Jimmy Johnson. And, 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 and Jimmy just said, I'm sorry, I'm playing the hot hand. That, Troy was not most, happy. Most co- co- Skip, that happened in Parcells. Remember, Phil Sims got hurt. Hosteller came he in. Got, he got hot. He's like, I know. And Troy Tom was, Brady got hot. Okay, Troy was still a very young quarterback. But remember that Steve Berline takes. They go up and beat Ditka in Chicago. Yes. And and Jimmy's like, uh, we got to go to Detroit now. Steve Berline's my quarterback. Right. And they got blown got out. Blown up the court. Blown off the Frank. floor. Yeah. I remember. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the the point is, and then Jerry brought up this whole scenario of, hey, 
you, you never know. What what if it's a Dak scenario like in his rookie year? Tony finally came back healthy, and Dak's rolling. You ride, you ride the you hot ride. hand. Okay. I don't care. Hey, look, I understand we got it. We, yeah. Because, Kip, you remember Tom Brady? They had just gave, given Drew Bledsoe a $100 million they contract. Did. They it's did. like, no, nah, they got hot. We ain't, we ain't for the change. Yeah, and that I, I give Belichick high marks because that took guts. That man. did. Woo. That did. That did. So, Cooper, hey, Cooper, Cooper might be in there longer than you think, Skip. He keep winning. Well, that's the question. Ooh, come winning on. Keep fixes a lot of ills, and come it on, creates some controversies, too. <laughs> we will find out. All right, guys. Baker Mayfield. You think he's at risk of losing his job with the Panthers? They haven't won yet this season. Somebody That's does. coming up next here on Undisputed. Just about a time. And I won't back down. Longtime Panthers beat writer David Newton puts a large part of the Panthers' 0-2 start on Baker Mayfield. He believes if Baker does not start playing better and winning games, there will be buzz to put Sam Darnold back in at quarterback after he gets off injured reserve. Shannon, I'm just going to leave that possibility there and turn the floor over to you. Who's surprised? Ain't nobody surprised. Mm. Now, you like David Newton. I remember he wrote that article. You know about he, how he, uh, Baker, uh, Baker Mayfield looked like the best quarterback? You came out here talking about David Newton. Do you know him? He's been doing it for I don't doing know him, but I have doing it for a long time. Regard, yeah, yeah, high regard. You still got high regard for him? I do. <laughs> Tell me when it's my now, turn. That's not your turn. Jen, Jen said the flow was mine. Yeah, she did say that, <laughs> so it's yours. Skip, look, hopefully the I think the Carolina Panthers knew they were not acquiring a franchise quarterback. That's why they were unwilling to part with anything of value to get him. They gave him a conditional fifth-round pick. They stole him. Yeah, that, that, so normally when people think they're getting a, a, a franchise quarterback, what did Cleveland give up to get Deshaun? What did the Broncos give, give up to get Russell? What did what, I mean? If you if you want to move up and down the draft, what did Seattle? Uh, Seattle, excuse me. What did uh, San Francisco give up to get Trey Lance? Mm-hmm. When you think you get, what did uh, uh, the Chiefs give up to get my homeboy? If you think you're going to get a franchise quarterback, you'll move heaven and earth, and you're willing to give up. Mm-hmm. They gave up what? <laughs> some tape, mm-hmm. some Gatorade gel packs. That's what they gave up to get Baker Mayfield. Yep. And then they asked him to take a pay cut and say, "Well, we give it back to you in incentives." Mm-hmm. But here's the incentive you got to reach. Look at Jimmy Garoppolo incentives. He plays 25% of the snaps. He gets 250000 mm. They win, he gets 100000 He made 350000 on Sunday. Mm. Easy incentive to achieve. Okay. Sure they believe. Yep. So for me, Skip, look, he's a guy. And everybody, everybody knows that he's a guy except you. Mm. He's average. He's, he's average. He's I got a, a little stat for you. I got a stat for you, too. He's led the league in interceptions okay. since he's entered the league. Mm. If he wasn't the number one pick, You'd have been left this man's side. Mm-hmm. But, hey, this is where the Panthers are. 28th in total yards, 30th in passing yards. That gunslinger, mm-hmm. the guy that won a playoff game many, many, many years ago mm-hmm. in, a law, in, a, in a land far, far away. Yep. He won a playoff game. Yep. He's 30th in passing. Mm-hmm. That's 29th on third down. Mm-hmm. He make it, uh, Has he made Carolina better? Mm-hmm. You told me, hey, and you do know we got a bunch of cases to do on that playoff. <clears throat> we do. Is it my turn? Here's your turn. Here's your turn. Got a little stat for you. Never in the history of the National Football League has a team lost back-to-back games on 56-plus-yard field goals. Never happened before because it's just impossible, and it happened to this team. 
as you well know better than anyone, it's an extremely fine line between winning and losing in this league. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield put them in position twice to win games they did not win. Is it his fault? Partially no, it's no, his it, fault. His job is not to put them okay. in position. His job is to win. Well, he, he did everything but win the game, the opening game. That's the only game. thing that matters. And if they had won those two games, we would be having a way different they conversation. Didn't. But they didn't. And you were so, so lucky. You are the luckiest man in the world the last two weeks when it comes to Baker Mayfield's team because he throws for 155 in the fourth quarter. He brings them all the way back to lead the game. He won the game 24 no, to 23. No, he did not. There was still time okay. on the clock. There was a little bit of time left. And then Brian Burns gets called for a bogus Ain't phantom. No bogus. He did it. Roughing the passer. He did he, it. He nicked him with his face mask. It was a silly call that gave them plus 15 and gave them a chance. And then all of a sudden, Jacoby Brissett commits intentional ground. It's okay. absolute. It's by the rule book. And, and one ref throws the flag, yeah. and, the, and the head umpire, he says, I don't know about this. I think he was fake. No, he wasn't. He intentionally grounded. And if he does, you lose. Because that kid from LSU, that rookie kicker, is not going to make a 68. He had a 70 in that day. He had a 70 in that day. He's not going to make a 68. It's going to get blocked. Something's going to go south. He's going to overcook it a little bit. It's going to hook left. You know and I know you were as lucky as you've ever been on that game, which leads to this game this past Sunday at New York. Remember, they're playing the hottest defense in the league, according to Shannon no, Sharp. Well, no, no. It's Wink Martindale's defense. They're, they're, they're sound and yet, defense. here came Baker, and he brought them all the way back into a 16-all tie. And in the process of that, they dropped three big passes. And their linebacker dropped a pick six from Daniel Jones that hits him right in the numbers, and he dropped it, and nobody's left. It happens. You, you just need one it little happens. break. You need one little play. And then Graham Gano. He kicks it from 56 yards. 56 yards oh, no, and nails Gano. it. Oh, no, Gano. Once a Panther. And you, you're so lucky because the little things didn't happen that should have happened. And why Rashard Higgins hadn't played? He was Baker's security blanket. He was his favorite target in Cleveland. And for some reason, the clown showdown in Carolina, they won't play. Oh, not a clown show. He hadn't not played a, a down. Not hadn't a clown show. Down yet. Not a clown show. Can you believe this? It, it, it's like the littlest thing needed to happen. One tiny little bounce, little break. It's why Baker said after game number two, loss number two, we are so close. Well, they were. Not with he him. put them in position. They are close. And they, they got a better quarterback in there. They won them two games. In the first game, they got first and 10 at the 21. And, and then what happened? And you got to let him throw it in the end zone. No, and they said, no, we're going to hand it to Christian we, McCaffrey we don't three trust straight you. times. We're just going to ram it up the middle with a tiny, a miniature little back. If you don't mind, can you give really? me the stats he had for the fourth quarter on Sunday? Mm. You gave him the stats for the first game. I'm talking about you, got, you went back a week, two weeks. Did, did he bring them back to no. 16 all? Yes, he did. What happened? Okay, they're Lost. playing the hottest team in the league. They're the hottest team. It's Stop not it. whom you play; it's when you play them. Isn't that the truth? Hold on. Yeah. I thought Baker was the cooler. All right, guys. I thought he was the cooler. He doused people out. We're out of time. Hot. You got to leave this one here. You got. You got. I've got another one for you to chew on. A dominating win for the Bills last night. Do you was think it? they put the rest of the NFL on notice? Yep. That's next on Undisputed. The Bills beat the Vikings last night 41-7. Josh Allen threw for 317 yards, four touchdowns. Stephon Diggs caught 12 passes for 148 yards. 
and three scores. Buffalo's defense shot down Derrick Henry. This is a rough stat line for him. He finished the night with 25 yards, one touchdown, 13 carries. Shannon, scale of 1 to 10, how much faith do you have in this Bills team to win a Super Bowl title? Well, they're clearly the best team right now in the AFC. I'm going to give them an 8, Skip. Um, I did pick the Chargers. Um, I think uh, I picked the Chargers to actually beat Buffalo in Buffalo in the AFC Championship game. Did. So I understand what Buffalo represents. And as I mentioned earlier, seeing them up close, watching them again last night, they're the best team in the AFC. Um, their quarterback is outstanding. Uh, Stephon Diggs, I told you Stephon Diggs is better than CeeDee Lamb. Um, uh, Gabe Davis did not even play last night, the second-best receiver. They're just loaded. Uh, McKenzie can make plays. Um, uh, 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 Dawson Knox can make plays. They run the ball well enough. They, they, they didn't, actually didn't run the ball uh, uh, bad last night. I think that could be a problem for them. But defensively, with the addition of Von Miller and pair him with Phillips, Russo, the back end has always been really good. I like those linebackers and Edmonds and Milano. They track down everything. They do a great job of dropping in pass coverage. They're really, really good. Michael Hyde got nicked last night, so we don't know um, how soon he's going to get back or if he's going to miss it. It was a neck injury. Yes, oh. right. So, But, Skip, they, they, I have a lot of confidence in them. And they had gone, what, four or six games that they didn't even punt the ball. Since the playoffs started last year, they got 47 against New England, 36 against Kansas City, and lost 31 against the defending champs with four turnovers that really should have been about 40-plus. I agree. And 41 last night with about five minutes left in the third quarter. They're rolling on all cylinders. Hopefully they're not peak, don't peak too soon, Skip, but I think knowing that they left something on the field last year in Kansas City, they came back with a heightened purpose. Skip, this team is going to be very difficult to beat the AFC. I cannot disagree with any point you made, but just quick points of order that that poor Dane Jackson, boy, he took a terrible hit uh, yeah, to the he, hospital. I hope, God bless him, he's going to be okay. But that's an injury. And then I don't know, to your point about Mike Hyde, had a neck something. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Milano, after he picked sixth, he had a stinger. Right. So you, I, like, injuries just dictate at the end. So yeah. I don't know. That's the caveat. The problem here is I'm going to go six on the, the trust scale of them winning a Super Bowl. They should. As, as they stand right now, if they're reasonably healthy, they should. But – that's the problem. They should. And they've never had, they've never faced the expectations and felt the expectations of you should go win this, right. starting with that young quarterback. I like him. I'm not completely sold. He, he only ran one time last night. I think we keep showing the right. highlight, but it was, it was just like psycho. What, what are you right. doing? It's kamikaze where he just takes off on a, a third and nine and he runs and he gets it, but you can't keep doing this. You can't. He, he did it about five times against the Rams. But that, that okay, you're asking for it. Can, <laughs> yeah. can you make it all the way through the Super Bowl and stay well, upright? I, I, I like it, Skip, that he only ran once. Okay. Because there are a lot of times he runs five, okay. six times in a game. Okay. What I love about him is they got Von Miller and nobody else does. That's what I say about Micah Parsons. But every, it, it, wherever Von Miller goes, stuff happens. You know, great stuff happens, yes. right? Yes, yes, Okay, so I, I give them that. That's a huge addition, and it was worth the money that Jerry wouldn't pay. It was worth it just to the locker room to yeah. say, we got him. I'm just glad y'all didn't yeah. get him. I couldn't yeah. imagine him, Bond Miller and oh, Michael Parsons. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm, no, glad, Lord I'm, glad, have mercy. I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad. I know, I know, but they don't do business like then you, that. You'd, okay. have been, oh, you'd have really been unbearable people. Okay, I, I got it. But but I'm going to go six just because the expectations, especially on the young quarterback, as you get into the playoffs, and now it, it, it's not like you're the dark horse underdog no, no, anymore. They, I, Skip, I, don't, I mean, if you look at them, I don't know how many games they're going to be the underdog. 
Well, I don't none. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, none. From this point on, yeah. they're going to be favored to win yeah. every single game, including the playoffs. Yep. Because they're going to be at home. Yep. They will be on everybody's radar screen, no doubt about that. All right, guys, the Stars were certainly out at the Eagles game last (laughs) night, and one of them left with, shall we call it a souvenir. (laughs) Skip and Shannon get into it, coming up next. Speaking of Monday night football performances, after Darius Slay caught an interception against the Vikings last night, the Eagles cornerback handed the ball to fellow Philly star James Harden in celebration. Shannon, what you think? I loved it. I mean, I like Skip. I, I like when stars uh, from the you know sports town come out and support the other stars. I do too. Um, it shows that you know they're engaged, and I don't know how many football games James Harden ever been to, but to have him in attendance and everybody knows he's a big name star. So I like it. Okay. And I think Darius Slay should send me a jersey. And really? I'll let him I'll let him keep using the moniker Big Play Slay. Really? Because they know Big Play Shay started this thing. He should send you a jersey. Yeah, yeah. He was nine when I got that name. Quick question about James Harden. Has he earned in Philadelphia that kind of respect, though? It's not like he's Iverson. Oh, right? so in other words, if it was Iverson or Joel and B, yes. Dr. Well, J. Well, somebody. <laughs> I, I just know that James has, has earned that yeah. kind of recognition right. where you recognize. Well, oh, yeah, but, but I mean, he's James. James Harden, though, Skip. Okay. Yeah, he hadn't won anything in Philly, but he's still James Harden. If only he could play defense the way Slay plays defense, <laughs> there, there right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. Okay. But, I mean, uh, but, I, but I think it's nice. I mean, guys are in a, I mean, these guys, Skip, they mingle a, a lot more now than when I was in the league. These guys hang around. They know each other. They, 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 they engage each other. They're at the same spots a lot of times. So I like it. I think it was really, I think it was a really cool gesture for Darius Slade to give him that football. Now you're on the Eagles bandwagon. No, 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 no. I'm for anybody against the Cowboys. Okay. Oh, they're gonna beat the brakes off you guys. Want to put some cases? Want to put some doing it right now? I want to do it right now. No, we're out of time. You're gonna have to save it for tomorrow morning.